There is a man. There is a man. A certain man. A certain man. A man whose grace and handsome face are known across the land. You know his name. You know his name. It's Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. He loves a smoke. Enjoys a joke. <laughs> Why, he's worth ten times. Hey, oh, it's your boy, Dickie Dido here, uh, with his pals. El Diablo, JC9, and Petmeister McClafflapper, coming at you with episode 150 of the Film Night Podcast. How are we doing, boys? What, what? Hello, everybody. Hello. And welcome to the yeah. epic 150. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, boys. First thing I want to say is um, congratulations to ourselves. Yes. Um, yeah. I, think, I think it's quite an, quite an effort to get to 150. Yeah. I'm, um, uh, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. We've got a... We've got a Got a big episode coming in at you, uh, yeah. Right now, um, firstly, we're starting off with a review of uh, Citizen Kane. We figured that was uh, an appropriate one. We we uh, we actually uh, put a tweet out and a, and a little Facebook post asking uh, for fans to uh, hit us with their suggestions of films to review for this mammoth episode, and uh, we got we got a few decent uh, responses. Yeah, we got some really good responses. Yeah, mostly from people we know. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, we got a few responses. So thank you to to all who did respond. Um, yeah, there were some belting ones, and 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 just because we didn't pick your choice doesn't mean we won't consider it for future episodes. Like the Cornetto trilogy is an idea that we've flirted <laughs> with before. Yeah, um, and I think that would be a good one. But do you want to go ahead and credit the maestro behind this idea? Yes, I was just about to. You interrupted me there, Jack, but. Uh... No worries. Um, yes, and a special thank you to uh, Joshua Paul Alexander, Brian Dewhurst, who gave us the uh, suggestion of Citizen Kane. Uh, and I think we all uh, promptly agreed that that was a great, a great one to do, um, as it's often regarded as the greatest film of all time. Yes, um, about time, and... really. Cause... No, we're not doing it about time. No, but, not about uh... time. <laughs> <laughs> Not on 150, but hell, let's not no. talk about it. That's well, an episode three about uh, film. Um, but yeah, no, and and also none of us had seen it before, so um, I, I think that's right, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. yes. Yeah, never, never yeah. Seen it. yeah so um, yeah, thanks for that suggestion, Josh. Uh, hope hope we do you proud. Um, but yeah, how how's everyone doing? Good boys, yeah. Very, very excited to to reach this milestone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who would have thought all those years ago? <laughs> we started doing our 150th. Unbelievable, really. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, really. Yeah, and despite with obviously the lockdown stuff still going on, it's not really, if anything, it's actually made it easier for us to yeah. connect, stay connected and get doing a load of different episodes. And we've seen a hell of a lot of different films recently. I've, I've loved it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah it's allowed us proper, to be a bit more consistent. Vera- Variety, yeah, yeah a proper variety, um, and yeah, like you said, yeah, proper consistency. Getting back to one a week, yeah, because um, we actually think about it, we're at one fifty now, but the last time we all sat down together in a room was in about three years ago. Yeah, so it's quite it's quite impressive. And it, when, and it was a sad episode. I remember it the last time. I remember it because Jack wasn't even. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, the the one where we found out that uh, you guys were. Moving away, uh, Jack wasn't even available because yeah. he was already in London. What was the last film that we all did in the same room? Uh, that's a good question. That's a very good question, Jack. It's not going to come up in Richie's quiz, is it? 
No. Oh yeah. I think that, that is a good ritual. Question. Ritual was the last one. <laughs> I think it's the ritual. The ritual is the one where where you, we announced that you were moving. Um, um, so it's the last yeah. one where you were around for that. Yeah, we Jack, both got Jack jobs wasn't. pretty quickly, didn't we? Yeah, we both got like a job pretty quickly after. Yeah, but also to keep it going after, because you know we we've struggled with technology. You know, there was a time when we thought it might not be possible to to keep it up, but with any hurdle that's been put in front of us, we've just yeah. leaped over it. And, and, and um, there was a you know long period where we just weren't recording for a long time. Um, actually, yeah, there was a long stretch. It was, and it was just. Because it was just, yeah, we didn't know what to do with technology. It was difficult, and we all had we all had our own shit going on. Yeah, um, so it was a good it was, few was, months, wasn't there? It was difficult to get into that routine. Because then I remember yeah. we did a we did a special, didn't we? A comeback special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus! I think I found the episode. I think I think I think I found the episode. We were all together. Oh God! What was it? Uh, I think it was episode 118, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Wait, how have you, how have you, how do you know, what's made you think that it's that one? Does it say on it? Because like, the one after that, the one after that was Blade Runner 2049, and I don't think you were there for that, Jack. Oh. No, I watched it. I remember where I watched oh. that. That was down here, yeah. Well, not yeah, down here, right. but... And, uh, and then the one after that was The Ritual, and you definitely weren't there for that. Right, The Golden Circle, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And that was 118. So yeah. since so since then, we've not actually 18. done many. <laughs> no, we haven't. Um, no, but that, that was 2018. 2018, we hardly recorded the whole yeah, yeah. calendar year. There yeah. might have been three or four episodes in in the space of a year. I think yeah. there actually was. Yeah, yeah. That really slowed us down. That, last just year, any time there was a superhero it. film out, that was when we recorded. <laughs> yeah. 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 Imagine um, what would be on now. And that would, would be like t- would be over 200 probably. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter, does it? We we still got, we've no, still no, got to a landmark, haven't we? We still got yeah. proper, yeah, and proper respectable. Bumper. Yeah, we've got some fun stuff. Like um, it was mentioned uh, before, uh, I've got a little quiz um, that we're going to be doing a bit later on, and um, and then uh, I don't know if I should say any of the others that we're that we're doing, but we've got some we've got some other fun stuff. Yeah, let's leave it. In a, the few, a few segments, a few segments for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, but right, of orange, just perfect segments to sort of slot <laughs> into the episode, or, or like an onion, Joe. You, this episode's yeah. going to have many just, layers, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely right, Jack. Just peel oh, yeah, yeah. each layer off. And so then... everyone, everyone knows a segment of onion. Yeah. No, I said layers. <laughs> I was using right. a different one. Sorry. Anyway, let's continue. Uh, yeah. Joe, just before yeah. we move on, carry on. Are you able to move your mic a bit closer to you because you sound oh. a little quiet? Yeah, I am. There we go. Yeah, Pat, is, it, is it all right? This... Okay. But no, I, yeah, I've got a new microphone and I've had it all of probably about a week. This is the first time I've I've recorded with it, and then on Thursday night, it just decided to have a little bit of a meltdown and decided to collapse. So, but Jack, before you got here, I showed the boys. I have super glued it back together, and it's all <laughs> sorted now. <laughs> so. It can, only, it can only be in one position. You can't fold it back up again, but it's all good. We only have quality equipment here in Film Night. Good bit, yes. It's a good bit of kit, though. Super glued well, back it's good together. Bit of kit, yeah, it looks yeah, really I've, professional. Apparently, it's sounding not too bad. Like, when I've been on Zooms and stuff, people have said, oh, you sound... Sounds sounds really good to me, good. Pep. So, I can hear, yeah, I can I hear your just... angelic voice in my ears. Sounds good. Yeah, it's pretty crystal. 
I would just say, if any tech companies out there do have some spare kit lying around that they'd like to donate, <laughs> at Film Night underscore, just send us a DM. We'll, oh, yeah. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we can maybe slot yeah. a bit of an advert in there. How about that? We're yeah, open yeah. to that. We're not averse to... 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 We're not averse to shilling out. Hey, but before we go on any further, can I just um, have a bit of a rant, if that's okay? Oh, yes, oh please, please do. Please do. Because yes. um, yeah. we've not recorded since, but I... Obviously, we've been in lockdown and we've been sort of, well, the first few months, it was like you can't really go out anywhere. And, and to be fair, I didn't really go out at all. I've just been going out for my walks every day. I didn't even go to the shop. So it's just all been been locked down. Then last couple of weeks, I've been venturing out, going to the supermarket, going out a little bit, doing various different things. So the first few you times... You take a trip to Barnum Castle? I didn't go to Barnum <laughs> Castle, actually. I should have done. No. Apparently, it's very. It's I, I drive past Barnard Castle quite a lot. It's very nice. Anyway, um, hey, hey, now that's another. Hey. We, don't do, we don't do politics on this thing. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> it's the first few times go to Tesco, go to Lidl, go to Aldi, and it's all very civilized. It's all very, very good. And very measured, isn't it? <laughs> very measured. Oh, it's a lovely, lovely shopping experience. You queue outside, especially when it's sunny, and you get a bit of a tan while you're waiting. Without sort of well, that's the most that's the most positive way I've ever heard that described. <laughs> so this this shopping scenario. Well, no, it is. In, in your way outside, and you you know you're listening to something. You have got your headphones in. You just mind your own business and listen to film my podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And then <laughs> you go for you go for a trolley and they disinfect it and they wipe it all down for you. And you go and queuing up and then you get into Tesco. I use Tesco because that's that that's the bane of my life now. You go into Tesco and it's all arrows. Or one-way systems. Mm-hmm. You've got it two meters apart. How many people do you think actually obey the arrow system? <laughs> Not many. Very few. It's a it's, minority. It's, yes, it's it's amazing how people cannot follow simple instructions. If an arrow is pointing forward, <laughs> you don't go backwards. You go forward. <laughs> you just follow the arrow. The whole reason why we've got arrows is for the people that unfortunately can't maybe understand maybe more complex things. They can just just follow the arrow. It's so simple. But people don't. And then last week I went to Tesco. First of all, you don't have to queue up outside anymore. Secondly, they don't disinfect your trolley. Thirdly, you get in there. It's like a normal day at Tesco from like four months back. It's just everybody's... It's every man for himself in there. Carnage. That's really strange, isn't it? They've got the arrows still and even more people then. They're not obeying it. They're going... And I'm sighing under my breath and tutting to myself. And then when I see somebody that is, when when I see somebody that is following an arrow, I turn to them and go, "It's so hard to follow arrows, isn't it?" it <laughs> me up oh my god! Well, perhaps have you, have you considered taking your custom um, elsewhere? Well, yeah, I, I, have, I, I have, and I went to Aldi um, middle of this week, I think it was. Yeah, earlier on in the week, sort of one, two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, and it's great. There's nobody in there. It's right. dead. So oh, yeah, no, mm. no, because we do shop at quite a lot because it's good, good stuff. But Tesco, because it's just round the corner, you can sort of nip in and and you've got more of your everyday stuff in there, haven't you? But oh, yeah. absolute pain. Is this what yeah, that tweet that's... was about, Pepsi? Right. That, yes, that is what that tweet was about, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you've got that off your chest. And, and I, yeah, I, know. I, I can think of no better way actually to start this milestone mm. episode than with a rant from yourself. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, no, that's that's rant over now. Right. Yeah. 
Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's time to give the people what they want, um, yep. which is wow. a film review. So this week we are talking about Citizen Kane. Here's a clip. This Mr. Kane makes up his mind, but Amara, that he's so sick he has to go away for a year or two. Monday morning, every paper in the state except his will carry the story I'm going to give him. What story? Story about him and Miss Alexander, Mrs. Kane. There isn't any story. Shut up! Mr. Kane. You got Mr. evidence that looked bad in the headlines. Do you want me to give you the evidence, Mr. Kane? I'd rather Mr. Kane withdrew without having to get the story published. Not that I care about him, but I'd be better well, off. What about? So would you, Mrs. Kane. What about me? Charlie said my name would be dragged through the mud. But everywhere I went from there now There seems on... to be only one decision you can make, Charles. I'd say it had been made for you. Citizen Kane is directed by Orson Welles, and it stars Orson Welles, Joseph Cotton, Dorothy Comingor, Ray Collins, and George Kaluris. The synopsis is... Uh, newspaper magnate Charles Foster Kane is taken from his mother as a boy and made the ward of a rich industrialist. As a result, every well-meaning, tyrannical or self-destructive move he makes for the rest of his life appears in some way to be a reaction to that deeply wounding event. Bit of a spoilery synopsis there, but uh, what did uh, what did you three think of Citizen Kane? Um, go on then, I'll, I'll, I'll kick us off. Well, I really enjoyed Citizen Kane. It's a very interesting film, and I was really impressed um, with a lot of aspects of it. Although, it's difficult, isn't it? Because, you know, when a film is, is so highly regarded and, you know, by, by many institutions and many individuals, it's, it's, it's regarded as the best ever film. And we've heard that, you know, because it is so old, we've grown up with this idea that Citizen Kane is the best film ever, um, or at least according to a lot of people. So I think it definitely requires more watches for me to um, more fully understand the intricacies of it and why it is so highly regarded. Because while I did enjoy it a lot, and I thought the performances were really good, um, and it didn't feel like an, a film that's actually 80 years old, Yes, it's black and white, and you know, yes, it's it from that from a visual standpoint. But in terms of the dialogue, um, well, I think I think that's one of the reasons that it, yeah, it's yeah, regarded yeah. in that way. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that is one of the reasons um, because it because it, it was such a game changer it, for film. It was a game, yeah, it was a game changer, and 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 the way it was structured with the use of flashbacks as a way to tell his his life story. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the cinematography and, and the shots used um, was all, yeah, game-changing. And, and that is one of the reasons why it is so so highly regarded. And obviously, yeah, it's told through flashbacks, but not just flashbacks. The flashbacks were from many different points of view. It's constantly jumping around time. We occasionally come back to the present um, when we see the reporter, you know, interviewing these people, but very quickly. And, and for the majority, it is all in flashback. Um, but I liked it because it wasn't, I liked it because there was various characters retelling their own version of events. Mm -hmm. So, so different characters idea, 
ideas and their feelings of um, Mr. Kane, Charles Kane. Some were positive, <laughs> some were negative. Charles Foster um, Yeah, please. Charles Foster Kane, to use his full title. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed how the flashbacks were all, were from different perspectives because that gave it uh, even more depth and, and, and various levels. Um, it was it was easy it was easy to follow though, which sometimes when something's non-linear, especially a lot of modern films that try and use this, it can very quickly become quite difficult to follow. Um, but I didn't find that here, so in that sense, I thought it was great. But I, I'm 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 just struggling to sort of figure out how, how much I enjoyed it because I did enjoy it, but I don't know I don't know whether I loved it. Um, I think it might be a bit too strong to go that far. Um, at this early stage, but it does require a few more watches, and I can completely appreciate, um, you know, because 1941, and, and it's, it's astonishing. It's, it's, a, it's a real achievement, and this is his directorial debut, Orson Welles. Um, mm -hmm. And and I think I'm right in saying that um, he was much more of a theatre um, performer and theatre enthusiast. I think I read that he he never had a love of cinema. He only gained that once he started making this film. Um, but yeah, that's my initial thoughts. We'll, we'll go into it a bit more. But I, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. But I guess it is almost impossible for it to, you know, because when you go into it with this constant thought of, right, this is regarded as the best, it's it's going to be so hard for it to sort of, match that but no I did really enjoy it and let's I'm interested to hear what you guys thought actually okay I I tend to agree with you Jack um I'm really quite torn with it I I did enjoy it I I I, I thought it was I thought it got better um as it went on um and I know how you feel it is when you think that the the film is regarded as the best film ever you're looking at it thinking Okay, let's try and find the the positives and the idea that it revolutionised film. I agree. Um, sort of going from the beginning. I mean, the first ten minutes. Uh, all I had in my head was this song. It was just like, <laughs> like constant. So, so, so that just was just constantly buzzing in my head for the last <laughs> first twenty minutes or so. So that was too, that was distracting you. That was yeah, it was distracting. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I I thought it was a really good film. I enjoyed it. Um, I agree with you though, Jack. I don't know if I'd rate it as the best film ever, and you definitely need to watch it a couple of times to probably get more out of it, um, and, underst and understand it more fully, um, mm. because you are watching it, I think, because it's such an old film, you're, you're watching it in two different mindsets, you're watching it in the idea of you want to understand what's going on, and you want to understand the story, but at the same time you're watching it as a film that not many there's not many films like it or, or films that you would yeah. watch normally so you've, you've got those two sort of heads on um i suppose so yeah i i agree it is two halves for me really okay so, yeah that's my first All right. All okay right. then uh woody what do you think
Uh, yeah, I think I'm in between both of Jack and Pepster there, really. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly don't think it's the best film ever made at all. Um, what well, I would say it's probably one of the, the most influential films ever made. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think what it did, Game Changer is spot on, yeah. But I, I think what it did in terms of the, the techniques used behind the camera, some of the shots, because I, I was watching it, I was thinking... Well, I've seen that in many films. Like even eighty years later, people are mm. still using some of the techniques. Mm. So I would say it's probably one of. I'd probably say it's up there with two thousand and one, the Space Odyssey is some of the two of the most influential films ever made. Yeah. Um, and the staggering, the staggering thing is, I've said it said it a few times about how two thousand and one looks like it's it's made not that long ago, and it's sort of what late sixties. I think the, the difference between the time difference from Citizen Kane to 2001 was 27 years. And that is mental when you think <laughs> about it. It's, it's, it certainly didn't feel like I was watching something that was made in 1941. No. I think it's incredible in that aspect because, as Clarkie said, the, the, the dialogue um, and the whole story and the techniques felt way, way ahead of its time. Um, and yeah, I did enjoy. I enjoyed the world. I enjoyed the Xanadu aspects of it, and um, I, I actually disagree with Jack. I did find it confusing. I actually found it very confusing a lot of the time. There were so many characters, and because it is, because it's old, and I don't know about you boys, but the sound quality for me was a bit of a struggle. Um, I'm not got the best telly in the world, but it's decent enough. But it, the amount of times I was turning it down because people were having just shouting and then I had to turn it down and then I had to turn it up because I couldn't hear what they were saying. I don't yeah. know whether that's a problem with the, t- the technology back then with the microphones, their ability to record. Did, I, you, I presume did you watch it on the Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I presume it, the, the, the quality was, was brilliant, but I presume they're not going in dubbing themselves after the, you know what I mean? I think they're just mm. doing it on mm-hmm. the fly sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did struggle with that and, that was one thing that did kind of take me out of it. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think it's the best film of all time. But I also don't think Mulholland Drive was the best film of all time. And <laughs> we've had that before, chaps, haven't we? And there, there too, but we're always up there. That one we're definitely does require multiple watches, though, I think. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, and I know that, um, I can't remember, was it, was it Ben, the Villa fan? Yeah, it? Ben. I think both Ben and Rob love it. Yeah, well, it, well Ben too got told us basically to review it, didn't they? for one time and then we yeah obviously we we, we weren't fans of that um <laughs> for, for me the overall thing was i enjoyed it i, ne- I didn't enjoy it into the, the level of 10 out of 10 masterpiece um because of the confusing aspect of it but the non-linear stuff it took it took me i was, I was obviously watching it with, with grace and we were having a chat as we were going along because it was like oh who's who's that character um what was his role he was there's a lot of people and yeah, um, it, it, with it being black and white as well, it's quite hard for me to actually separate people's faces. I thought they all look the same. These black and white people—that's true, actually. Yeah, <laughs> and and also because of the jumping around in time, someone who you know looks obviously twenty years younger than when they go to a different scene. You're trying to work out like. Yeah. Okay, is that is that is that the older version of him, or is that the older version? Well, while we're on that, I have to say I think the aging up was pretty good. The aging up was good. Yeah, yeah. I think it was very especially, good, especially for for Orson Welles, Charles Foster yeah. Kane. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and, and his second wife as well, I thought was... Yes, overall, it was all very good, but them two especially, it actually did look... And again, that's aspects like that, it's incredible to think of. It's 80, 80 years old, this film. Yeah. It's just staggering. Staggering. Some of the shots were absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah. But j- j- just... My overall summary is that it's going to take a good discussion here to help me get my head around a few things. And I, even when I was watching it, I was thinking, right, I, I need to see this again, really, because I, I, I'm just struggling here. Um, I don't know about you, Charles, but I did, I did go in without reading. I didn't even read a synopsis, didn't read a trailer. No, I didn't, no, trailer. I didn't either. I just wanted to, because it's so highly regarded, so revered. I just wanted to go in and just experience it. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. know whether that actually was to my detriment and then if I would have known a bit more about it before I started it might have helped me a bit um, I, I, now having seen it it could have done yeah it definitely could have done mm. Um, mm. but I'm glad I'm glad I experienced it in that way definitely one that I'm going to watch again I don't know when because it, it's quite an intense watch yeah. um, but definitely one I'm going to do again and just, just before I move on to Richie a little interesting anecdote that I've got about this film so Many, many years ago, not as long ago as 1940, but I'd say, <laughs> oh, say when I was still in school, I might have asked Father Christmas for this film on DVD. Oh, um, sim- simply because it was, you know, if you go on IMDb, best movies ever, it's always up there. You're thinking I might have a film podcast I need to talk about this about one day. <laughs> yeah, I, figure, I need a platform to uh, share my views about this. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> and... Yeah, so I, so I asked it. I asked Father Christmas for it, um, and I was rummaging, rummaging around in my sack. Got a few <laughs> DVDs out. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that? <laughs> thank, thank you very much, Father Christmas. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. <laughs> Citizen, Kane, Citizen Kane isn't in here, and um, my mum might have let the cat out of the basket, and she actually. So we went, Henry, look, you're 18 years old. Father Christmas isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, she so she was adamant that it had been purchased. And I, I said, look, it's, it's I forgot it. It's not here. And to, to this day, to this day, I love imagining it, this this discussion between you and your. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I bought it. Um, that, that pretty, yeah. pretty, she, pretty she, sure she, if you bought it, it would be in here. But it's not, is it? Yeah, so, yeah, so she was like, "Yeah, I, I could have sworn I got it off Amazon or whatever." I was like, "Wow, it's, it's not here, is it? <laughs> it's, not, it's not here." Um, and to this day, it's never it's never shown up. But there's been a if it's been like a proof of purchase on Amazon. It's in the that it was so it was wow. purchased, and so I think it's whenever they decide to move house, it'll just be under underneath somewhere, hidden away. <laughs> Many years later, but yeah, so I, it's been on my radar for years because I've always remembered that. And I was sort of bring <laughs> it up the every worst now and Christmas, then. Christmas, the worst Christmas you'd ever experience. Can you imagine that moving into a new house and discovering like under a floorboard? It's cane. Yeah, that's why it'll be under. It'll have dropped down somewhere, and it's just never seen the light of day. But I've you'll be, searched. you'll be, you'll be on your deathbed, cl- gr- grasping a, a yeah. snow globe, and you'll just say, "Citizen Kane." And then uh, <laughs> that'll be your final words. 2041, and somebody will pull up the floorboard <laughs> and find Sid and, Sid and Kane. Have you, have you told her you finally watched it? No, but I, I will do. I will do, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been, it's been one that I've, I've wanted to watch for years, and I've just kind of... 
I, I, the reason I've never wanted to buy it is because I was hoping it would just turn up. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's in the house somewhere, but I don't know where. Um, That's funny, yeah. So yeah, I mean, and that was literally, yeah, it must have been 18, so like six, seven years ago now. I'm <laughs> serious. So, but I, 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 I did know at that point that Father Christmas wasn't real. That's, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. So it's, it's been one that I've wanted to see for a hell of a long time. So yeah. So thanks for Brian for suggesting it. And yeah. Luckily for us, it was on the old iPlayer, wasn't it? Because yeah. if it wasn't on iPlayer, we would have been screwed because I don't really know it's where quite- well, yeah, I was I was really relieved when I. Yeah, I mean, we probably probably could have shelled out the four quid it is to probably buy the DVD, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, yeah. Well, but it's it's yeah. it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving up hope, for Richie, but I'll I'll find it one day. <laughs> I think you will. You probably find it next week. Now you've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think it's true. It's strange that none of us have, you know, because amongst us, you know, with there's not many that I wouldn't say not one of us. Well, we know how bad I am, but between you and you know you three, it's especially a film of like of this highly regarded it's quite strange that none of us had seen it so i think it's about time well, there's a lot of films out there isn't there jack christ yeah there is but i mean one that's right up there on every list but um no it's it's we, we've done we've done good to finally watch it and i think i think uh, what joe said earlier was was a good point because whilst you're watching it for the first time a film that's been built up as much as this one has you are watching it with almost two heads you've got one head that's trying to like just keep across the narrative and you've got one head that's like you're almost looking for little things that are going to jump out in terms of like there must be something that's like incredible or something that i'm not quite seeing (laughs) um but yeah um sorry john richie what did you think yeah um well i liked i liked citizen kane a lot i i think i uh, probably liked it more than you three, uh, though I, I definitely agree with what your your whole point there, Jack. Um, or maybe it was Pat that said it first, but yeah, I think I think there's a lot of pressure to like this film um, yeah. when you put it on and, and things like this. And then there's also uh, I don't know if you guys felt it. I also I also had this pressure to to not to not watch it and just um, and just force myself to like it. I want I want to actually see its merit and not and you know not like not just like be all pretentious oh yes i love i love citizen kane yeah greatest film ever made and i would agree no i don't think it's the best film ever made i I understand why people say that um because i suppose it depends what context what context you're coming at that question with um and if if you talk if as what he says it's the most influential one of the most influential films so if you're talking about the cinematography or the the, the the structure of the story or, or something like that then uh, and and what it meant to cinema at the time then yes i can see how people would call it the best film of all time and yeah it there's there's a lot of films that have used its techniques and expand and, and gone on to make millions more films after it that will have been inspired in some way by it mm. um and um no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's not my favorite film ever. I don't think it's the best film ever made. Um, but I did enjoy it a lot, and I think I enjoyed the story a bit more than you guys. I, I, from what you said, Woody, about the sound, uh, that surprised me a bit because I'm usually always have problems with sound. I often think I'm just fucking going deaf. <laughs> um, and yeah, especially for older films, I'm always having trouble hearing what they're saying or following what's going on. But for this one, it was a lot. It was a lot clearer um, for me. So I don't know, but 
Um, yes, there were definitely some confusing aspects to it. It's clearly a very well thought out story and it's clearly got, uh, it, it had its points to make at the time, um, which I think is still kind of relevant. And I think that was all done really well. And I think that the, the, the way they did the, the, the way they um, kind of did the character study in it is just amazing. Uh, and, and I really loved how that developed and, and, and went on. And the change, I, I thought the acting was absolutely superb, I have to say, um, especially from Orson Welles. Yeah. Um, and, I, and his second wife, I thought was very good as well. But yeah, his, you know, the, the makeup for the aging up was amazing, but also the way he, his character changed throughout it was amazing as well. And um, yes, there were definitely some confusing things. And yeah, there was one scene in particular um, uh, where I think it was, I think it was Leland is, is um, asking to move to Chicago or something. And I probably couldn't tell you anything they talked about in that scene. I, I, I struggled to follow that one. Um, and, at, and at the time, I didn't realize that that was Leland because um, it didn't look like him. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, struck, I definitely struggle with that occasionally, um, mm. and yeah, probably would uh, probably would be better to to watch it multiple times. But yeah, having said that, I did by the end of it, I did. I feel like I had a decent grasp on what was happening, and um, and I did enjoy it. I didn't get bored at all, uh, and I thought, uh, yeah, definitely the cinematography is is masterclass and. Uh, really kept kept it all up and going i'll tell you what the most confusing thing i found about it was um uh, some weird parrot thing just yeah. screaming at one point yeah. like what, what the fuck was that about what the hell was that and then i don't know if that was the same point but um the same point of the film but and then it like this bird just came popping right up just in front of the screen yeah that's what i'm talking about is, is that is that yeah yeah, yeah really yeah. weird yeah, that was strange. <laughs> so that, that'll mean, well, it obviously means something, but I couldn't tell you what it bloody meant. Yeah, <laughs> an, an omen. Because there's was no <laughs> reference. Yeah, but there's no reference to it in any other place, wasn't there? I don't think so. There's a bit where he was he was doing like the shadow puppet thing, but that wasn't of a bird, was it? With with um, his second wife. Do you remember that mm. when he was? Oh yeah. yeah. The first night, the first night we met, and he was. Yeah. Well, he said it was a rooster. <laughs> Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know if it's related to that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just because he said it was a rooster, but it had like the, the angle of it. It looked similar to the bird. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's so old. It obviously wasn't a bird, was it? Maybe it he had, was like, just thinking of a... Maybe he was just trying to think of an interesting transition to try. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was just... Well, maybe it was just a, supposed to be a sinister kind of... Literally just an, an omen thing to kind of... Um, set up the, the following scene or whatever if if i think it followed i think the scene that followed was like some something like quite bad happening to him so yeah yeah i was trying to dance really around that it's <laughs> always you jack <laughs> um but yeah so i don't know maybe it's as simple as that i don't know i'm always shit with that kind of stuff um, uh, yeah. yeah, I, I didn't really. Meanings. Really what it meant, yeah. Um, but no, I, I do think it's. I do think it is a, a hell of an impressive film, especially when you know consider that like he's almost behind it, the entirety of it. He writes, yeah. directs, stars in it. Producer as well. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. It's pretty crazy actually. First time, first time film, and not only is he directing it, but yeah, he's got everything to think about. Reminds me of someone else, eh? 
a little, uh, little Mr. Tarantino, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Except that he didn't have a star thinking, in it. Thinking more of Matt Johnson, me. And Matt Johnson, yeah. That's what I, thought, that's what I thought you were going to say, actually. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd um, agree with you, actually. I'd agree with you. I think I, think I enjoyed the actual story um, quite a lot. And yes, if we, if we want to look deeper in terms of what exactly it was trying to say, and I'm sure there wasn't just one overriding message. I'm sure there were a few, but take that aside. Take that aside. If you just look at it, you know, character study and the story... And the characters and the performances, I, I really, really thought all of that was fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. His relationship with both of his wives was really interesting, and yeah, um, mm. and, and I really, I really liked the character of Mister uh, was it Bernstein, his his sort of general manager. Yeah, um, he was a good character. Yeah, he was a little little state, little state, oh. little, little brown nose. <laughs> I tell you who I loved, yeah. oh, um, the guy who was running the paper when oh. he arrived. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah, wasn't in it for it, long, was he? He wasn't. He was no, brilliant. I was hoping he was going to be in it for a little bit longer, but his facial expressions... <laughs> his facial expressions were hilarious. Picture. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, the credits at the end, he popped up with his... He popped up with his, like, I don't know, shaking his head, but... Oh, he's funny. Yeah, Something else that always puts me in a good mood as well when watching things like this. You go back and watch old classics like this and it's just like, oh, all these Simpsons references. I'm getting them now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. but wasn't, I, actually, I was quite surprised at the level of humour that there was in this. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought it was going to be really, really serious, quite intense, and it obviously was, but... There's some good humour interspersed in there. The scenes you're talking about then when they're doing that big song and dance. It was very funny. Probably one of my yeah. favourite scenes. Um, was when he first takes over the, the paper, um, another good, good scene is when he first takes over the paper and he starts writing these sensationalist non-story headlines. Yeah. And he, yeah. But, but the guy's just reading them. Is it Thatcher, wasn't it, who took him in as a young boy? Yes. Yeah. And Thatcher's kind of... And he's, he's doing it to ruin Thatcher's career really isn't he because he, mm-hmm. obviously he's a businessman and stuff like that and mm-hmm. he's just going through and getting these headlines out and reading them and just going Spanish Civil War <laughs> and throwing the paper away in that each one <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was really funny yeah, yeah I did I thought he was, was quite a good actor as well yeah he was and there was quite a few there was quite a few moments and I don't think he was the only character to do it but where they'd actually Look right down the barrel and almost break the fourth wall. Yeah, yes, he did that. Yeah, yeah he did that. Um, so I think Leland did that as well. Um, no, I don't remember. It was very brief, but there was one scene where I could have sworn he was looking right down the barrel. Um, he, he had a, he had some funny moments when he was older, and he's like, "Have you got a cigar, boy? <laughs> yeah. Give me some cigars." Yeah, as if as if the nurses can't hear. It was literally a foot away. <laughs> You said like wrap them in. What did you say to wrap them in or something? Wrap yeah, them like paste. Yeah, yeah. You're right, Woodward. That's a good point. Actually, there was a lot of humour in there, and it all it all hit for me. Really, mm. didn't really fall flat. So, should we get into some spoiler talk and talk about some of the confusing aspects? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, right. Spoiler warning for uh, Citizen Kane. Uh, if you haven't seen it. Uh, yet you should do. It's been quite. It's been out for a while now. Um, <laughs> we're not one to talk. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, if you haven't and you care about them, then skip ahead. I'll put in the description when the spoilers will end. Three, two, one, skip. Okay. So has anyone got anything off the top of their head or? 
Yeah. Um, so I'm right in thinking Rosebud is... Yes, that was something in the film. Is the <laughs> snowboard. Yeah, snowboard. it's sled. It's sled. It's sledge thing. Yeah. Snowboard. Um, look, I get that you can create a film out of anything and it doesn't have to be about much. And of course, this film isn't just about a, a sledge. Um, however, I did think at the end when the sledge got through on the fire and it just said Rosebud, I was a little bit like, oh, right, okay, that's it, is it? That's what Rosebud is. You know, I quite liked it. But before, but before that, when they were all with all the furniture and the whole of his estate at the end, and, and he was like, I've not figured out who Rosebud is, and blah, 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 and maybe it's just... I did think to myself, I was like, ah, right, okay, I've invested two hours of my time in this film. Um, and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it, but that's the conclusion. And now you got to give me something. Yeah, now you got to give me something we've, juice. We've just realised that... Rosebud really was nothing, and maybe he just wrote it just as an accident, and who knows, whatever. <laughs> I don't think that um, was. Uh, I, well, I have to say, I don't think that's what it was uh, saying. For me, I think I think the, the it was doing this whole character study of these these kind of newspaper moguls, and 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 uh, I think it's it's supposed to be uh, trying to wonder upon what what makes them so jaded and or, or you know so kind of isolationist and, and and kind of more about themselves and i think it's i think it's i think it's really taking this trauma thing that happened to him as a child that is kind of not really made much of at the time hmm. um and, and showing that as something that um is uh is is what impacted on him quite a lot in his life and, and kind of made him the way he was. It's kind of bringing down the, these types of characters um, in quite a patronizing way, really, but uh, an interesting one nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. I, I, had a, I had a bit of a different take on it. I, okay. I, personally, I liked the, the reveal and I did, obviously, because when one of the first shots is obviously seeing the, the globe and him, him dropping it on, the, on his deathbed. You just know then that it's just this search for Rosebud, essentially. That's all. Yeah. That's what he's done with, with flashbacks. But then as soon as we go back to him as a kid, I thought, right, well, that's it then. So he said it's either his mum's name is in like Rosebud, but then we find out what her name is, so it can't be that. Um, and then it, oh, so, it, so, so, so as soon as there was that scene of him being taken, you immediately just thought, right, it's in no, this not, scene. Not okay, well, that's, that's it then. Well, that's Rosebud. Not immediately. Then. Not you do this on every film, God's <laughs> sake. Well, not, imme- not immediately, but after after he goes back and after he's finished reading that um, that bit, sort of 10, 20 minutes later, he's like, oh, right, that's, that's it then. But it'll be mm-hmm. connected to his childhood in some way. Mm-hmm. I think that... I'm not saying I'm fucking hard. Oh, I, I, no, yeah, I did. I did think sledge. No, no, I well, did think that as well. I thought I thought that the childhood was something. It was probably something to do with that as well at, at a certain point. Yeah, and I, yeah, and it's especially especially the second time he does it, then it, it as I write, it's got to be it's got to be connected to his childhood. Then because yeah, because when you see in the it, snow globe the the house and things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and if you remember, and then. Obviously, after you think about how to start again, and you can see 
a shot where it sort of goes into the globe, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like Krampus did. Um, <laughs> went into the globe. Okay, good, yeah, good so comparison though, do you? Makes, yeah. <laughs> Two of the best films ever made. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, that connection I'm not making until after I've finished the film. I'm not going to lie and say that I, I did. Yeah. Um, but for me, the whole Rosebud thing's sort of symbolised that symbolised the time in his life when he was that, that sense of youth, the freedom, innocent. Yeah. He was. He was. Pl- he was in the snow. He was playing around. Mm-hmm. He was. He was just free, wasn't he? And I think that after that, everything in his life was kind of, in a way, mapped out for him. Yeah. 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 He, he obviously had a very privileged life and stuff like that, but. He had the option to just take over some businesses and just sit in the background and make his millions, but he wanted to do something completely different and take over this failing paper and then turn himself into a media mogul. But that decision has been kind of been, although he made it himself, it was also made for him in a way. And Thatcher was, I don't, I don't know how to say it really, but Thatcher was sort of in the background, giving him all this opportunity. But I think at the end of the day, he probably wanted him to take a certain path. And it's kind of like, but he's never really had a decision that he could just make himself, really, has he? Throughout his whole, his whole life. Yeah. Okay. I'd probably say that Rosewood is like the only time when he was, he was happy, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, I mean, that is sort of similar to to what I was kind of mm. trying to get trying to get at as well, though. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's still about that that loss of, of that. Mm. Um. But yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, I didn't consider that that other part that you said about. Uh, okay. That's, like that's, what the that's what the reporter sort of said. Or maybe it was, I think he said it and a few others said it at, at certain times. It's like, um, and they were trying to figure out what could it be, what could it be? And he was like, oh, it's probably nothing, but it's probably just something he had and, and has now lost, which is yeah. true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they actually, I think that's. Oh, did they yeah. say that? They actually said that, yeah. It was when, it was very much towards the end. Yeah. Right. Is that when, it, when he's in the room of stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the members of staff said it to him, I think. Yeah, that and that's yeah. Yeah. and that and, and that is true because he he lost that sense of, like you said, Woody, that happiness and that freedom and his childhood, his childhood. Yeah, and it was just taken away from him, and he, he didn't have a decision, a choice in the matter. He, um, I, that was a great shot actually from inside the house when his mum is talking to um, Thatcher, um, and they're talking about right this is where we're going to take take him and this is what we're going to do and and you can see all the way through the house out to the to the to the snow and he's out there just not a clue what's you know what's going on in the he's just loving being out there you know in the snow messing around so it was it was quite a poignant scene in, in many ways and um and that shot was one of many great shots um but i'd i'd agree i think i could sort of understand why pepster might initially have been a bit like Oh, is that it, sort of thing? But yeah, definitely. I mean, I, 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 I hope. Like, does that does that change your opinion of it at all, Joe? Like, any of that discussion we just it does. It it does. And I think, like we said at the beginning, I think it takes probably a couple of watches to to, to get everything. Um, and having a discussion on it and and like reflecting back on it, you pick up different things. Um, and I think. I think on a second or, th- or third watch, you would pick those those moments up a little bit more, and, and then y- your mind isn't really too focused on the idea that it's so old and it's black and white and and it's this really highly rated film, and you're more just in it for the film. 
Um, so no, it, yeah, it does. It does. With, with yeah. you guys saying that, you, you sort of, you know, when you mentioned about Cause you know, it, his, his childhood, you're a bit like, yeah, okay, I, I do get that. Because it's not so much the sled. It, it, it's it's what it means, and it, and it could have. It's just the sled. He it, just wants his sled. That's it. It could have, yeah. <laughs> but it could have. They, they could have chosen anything from his childhood that it would have had the same uh, effect. Really, like they focused on the sled in that snow scene. So well, that was. Sense. I think no. I think it's more important because it's it's literally the thing well, he's playing with when. He gets okay. Taken. Yeah. 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 But if but if in that scene they'd used a different, you know, if he was playing with I don't know like. A football or something, it, you know. It, they could have. It Nike. Was just a, yeah, <laughs> but it, it but it was a way to call back to his to those better times. Well, not, well, yeah, better times and um, those happier times. So, yes, it's a sled, and but it's but it's all about what that what memories that evokes for him, and and and, and that sort of looking back on his deathbed, reflecting. Um, reflecting back to it, so for me it worked. I agree with Woody. It, I was I really quite liked that reveal, and I also liked how n- none of the people dealing with his uh, property they, they just ignored it, like they didn't realize what they'd just done. Um, well, I don't so think I saw it to be fair. No, no yeah, that's what I mean. They, chucked just, it in. they just chucked it in, but only we, as the audience, only we saw that reveal, which I quite liked. Yeah. What was what? Let's, should we just briefly talk about his second marriage, um, mm. which she called Susan, I think. Yes. Um, the singer. Well, what did we think about that? Because obviously that their relationship, well, it was it was it was he he was really cruel, wasn't he, in forcing her to sing, and um, she mm. just had no desire to, to be embarrassed in the way that she was being embarrassed. But what what I don't really what was his? Why was he just so? Um, forceful about that did he just need some think, form um, of hmm. i don't know it was a bit of a strange one there's i can't remember who was exp- it might have been what was his mate called who was in the old leland. people's on leland oh, Jer- yeah, jeremiah yeah. or whatever he was jedediah jedediah yeah. um i think it was him that was explaining it in the flashback but um or it might have been susan herself actually but at one point one of the like the early reviews of one of her opera shows we call her a singer in quotation marks mm. and then he oh, then yeah. uses that and he's on the, obviously on the front page but then he uses Kane uses that as like fuel to prove people wrong that um no she actually can sing because there, yeah. there's that um the oh, right. she's been trained up by the, the italian guy the opera guy but he not only just trains her well he tries to doesn't he but he's <laughs> he's creepy <laughs> down his neck yeah again the yeah. kane's like Shows a power. He's got so much power and money and like unlimited wealth that he, he just thinks he can just chuck money at something and it'll just it'll happen. So it's like but, a pride, a pride thing. He's like yeah, unwilling yeah. to accept that his opinion is 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 wrong about something, or or that or that yeah, his, it, his it, wife it, wouldn't be amazing at something. You know. Yeah. Exactly. I, I got, got not only just training her up and paying for lessons, but going building a whole opera house. Yeah, who who does that? It's mental, isn't it? But I, I think it's just all he is a mentalist. His, yeah, but it's all part of his his hubris to think that he can. He wants to prove to people that no, she can sing. Mm. I'm going to show you that she can. And like, she doesn't even want it, but he don't care. He don't, he's not bothered about that. He's not bothered about 
what she thinks. It's just it's all for him. It's all for him, yeah. isn't it? I love I love and, that and then, shot. But the clapping, what are you gonna say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I was gonna say then. To then the extent of he he's standing up and he's the only person still clapping because it's it's like the whole thing is just for him. That's that's what I felt anyway. Mm. But um, Oh, that was another funny character, the uh, the trainer, the singer, the the opera. Yeah, he was guy. Yeah, yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was good. And 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 there was another great shot. I think it's the first time we see her on stage, and it pan, it's a really long pan all the way up to the ceiling. And um, mm. there's those two like stagehands just stood at the top <laughs> and <laughs> just just uh, puts his fingers over his nose. Like it was, it was, it was, yeah. It was a strange. I don't think she was cool that bad. Quite... No, I don't think she was that bad. <laughs> um, yeah, she could have sung like, worse. Like David Brent, David Brent movie, everyone's slacking him off him. Yeah. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, to be fair, I did think that. I was like, yeah, she's not that bad. Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. that was when he was at his most sort of cruel and domineering and just not allowing her any room to be herself, really. Um, mm. But I think he, it was, he only realised how, how serious it had gotten and how, how he perhaps needed to change his ways was when she attempted suicide. I think that's when... Because wasn't it then when he was like, right, okay, I'm not going to force you to... He resisted it still, though. He still said, well, that's yeah. when you fight back. When she, when yeah, she was yeah. trying to kind of pour her heart out. <laughs> um, he was still trying to make yeah. it about that. Um, but yeah, then he eventually yeah. stopped. And it's obviously affected her think, into, um, one into of... later life. Alcoholic, isn't she now? Bloody pisshead. Bloody pisshead. Still to this day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eight years later. I think um, one of the reasons that he turned so horrible, and this I've only through this conversation now, it's sort of popped into my head, is that. Um, Obviously, the night where he, he's running for governor and he does that brilliant speech and everyone's laughing and clapping and all that. Mm. Uh, and then he gets lured into the um, the flat with his first wife. Yeah. Uh, his child, his boy, he's got in his arms, is then taken off in a car and he just... Or a taxi and he, he just sort of goes... And he... Ch- Charles Foster Kane says to his wife, oh, where's little Joey going or whatever he's called? <laughs> Junior, oh, he's Junior. Where's, where's Junior going? <laughs> Class, classic American child's name. Where's, where's Junior going? Charles Foster Kane II. Um, <laughs> and she sort of gives like a bit of a nondescript answer. And then, yeah, we don't see him again, do we? And we never, see, we never see him again. Yeah, that's but I wonder if he, he saw in that what had happened to him all those mm. years ago. And oh, that's a just, good. Yeah, that's that good. is. Yeah, that is a good point. That's some juicy points like, there, buddy. Oof. Well, it's only like it's only now. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not about mm. um, But it sort of flicks the switch, doesn't it? Of him. I mean, I wouldn't say he's the most likable character in the world, and obviously that's very intentional. Um, there's, there's aspects of him earlier on that I, I, I liked. It's quite a charming. It's charismatic guy. guy. Very yeah, charismatic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quite a good-looking lad. So I'm sure he can that sort of time he can move around those circles um, but later on obviously the descent into um, what we just discussed about then is very disruptive disruptive um, aggressive angry um, yeah but I don't know whether it, it was that night 
and obviously the day after the he- it's all over the press the headlines the rival paper they run that they run the story he's caught up in this affair this love triangle and that's he's never really the same after that is he so I don't know how much of a of a part that I had to play in it in it because Richard mm. yeah but never pretty sure we never see the kid again yeah I think that's right mm. and after that obviously it's the breakdown of his of his first marriage and <laughs> mm. that's it really isn't it that chapter well it's one. a very it's a very lonely existence he's isn't it he's, he's in this massive mm. paradise almost this mansion yeah. um, and he's all alone and he's he's just he's quite sad and with everything and nothing Taylor's all this time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Perhaps they were saying about the Xanadu, and mm. I there's an even more direct link musically. There's a, a Canadian band called Rush, who are one of my one of my favourite bands. And they actually made a song called Xanadu in uh, oh, really? seventy. I've got it on vinyl. Yeah, um, it's like twelve minutes long, but it's all it's all based on the poem that um, Citizen Kane. So because he said something about Kubla Khan. Mm. And that's the, the actual poem is called Kubla Khan, and it was written in the like the seventeenth century or eighteenth century. Something I think it's published in like the early eighteenth century. Um, but it's it's about, and I've actually read it because I like the song so much. Um, the whole album's kind of based around the, this whole concept, and um, right. the actual Kubla Khan is Xanadu is this paradise island type thing, and it's meant to be like a. Um, Valhalla kind of yeah different different <clears throat> place where it's just this massive beautiful you can have anything you want kind of thing and I think the guy wrote it because he I think he I was reading on them um, it was quite a while ago but he he basically took some opium had this really hallucinogenic dream and wrote this poem about it and that's it was quite interesting really but yeah there's actual yeah. direct links between that the Xanadu song that Rush made and it was they're talking about Kubla Khan and all that, and that, and that was like the first five minutes. So I was like, "Oh Christ, I'm well into this already." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. So yeah, there you go. Just, I just wanted to share that. Um, no, that's interesting, actually. No, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, another yeah, just, just, just as well. Another, There's a lot of. Yeah, just another influence that this film has had. What? What? Well, no, no, the, po- have... the poem was written in the 17th. Yeah, I don't, I don't know oh, yeah. if that's directly. Yes. An influence okay, yeah. to the film. Um, but did anyone have an, any thoughts on what the significance of the jigsaws was that she kept doing? Because there was a lot of shots of the jigsaws and then it was like a montage of the various ones that she was doing. But if you noticed, they were all very nearly finished, but not quite like the centre of them was always mm. unfinished. Um, Didn't so, that. yeah, she was always like just putting the final few pieces in, but we never saw a jigsaw like finished. Um, mm. So, I mean, there's, I guess there's a few ways you could look at it, but I, I guess the most obvious one would be just, it's, it's so almost empty. Yeah, it's just, yeah, there's a big hole in her life because she's there where she doesn't want to be because yeah. she says to him, just look, can we please go to New York? I just want to go out. I just want to see other people that isn't you. Um, and she's not allowed to. He just has this huge amount of control over everything that she does and who she sees. Um, so I just thought that was, again, a a really simple, obviously metaphor, but one that worked quite well. Um, good, good little point there. Yeah. Very timely. Very timely for lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very timely. Because <laughs> I, I just remembered it. Because as soon as as soon as I saw that scene where she sat there with the jigsaw, did anyone else remember 
from from Brian's quiz. You know, he did that round where it was. Yes, so yeah, I was I was looking out for that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He, right. he oh, used yeah. that scene, didn't he, in one of his questions? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do we, yeah. do we know if Brian has obviously seen this and he really likes it? Then I did. Yeah, I think so. Brian's a massive fan of it. Yeah, yeah. Next time he comes on, we'll have to get into. Yeah, give us thoughts. Yes. I'd love to hear his thoughts, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. If, is there I, anyone, I, any others, anything else before we... Yeah, Woody? Just one more thing, chaps. And now I think this is going to be of interest to all of us. Ooh. Um, there is an upcoming David Fincher film, his next project. It's called Mank. It's going to come out this year. And it's all about Orson Welles um, fighting to get the screenplay credits for Citizen Kane. Oh wow! Ooh. So it's basically it's it's not going to be like a remake of Citizen Kane. It's according to uh, Letterboxd, it's about it's a biographical drama. It's about a screenwriter Herman. Oh Christ, Man- Mankiewicz. Yeah, obviously Mank Mankiewicz, and his battles with Orson Welles over the screenplay credit for Citizen Kane. Oh, that's interesting. So Gary Oldman is going to play Herman of course Mankiewicz. He is. <laughs> Yeah, probably not saying anything. Right? Um, yeah, who's playing Orson? Tom Burke. Never heard of him. Who's Tom Burke? Never heard of him. No. Charles Dance is Tom in Burke. it. Charles oh, nice. Dance. Um, Lily Collins, Amanda Seyfried. Oh, I've looked up Tom Burke, and he does look a bit like Orson Welles. <laughs> does he? I don't know who he is though. Um, Tuppence Middleton. She's from Cleveland, which is about 10 minutes away from me here. <laughs> Good local girl. So that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Sorry, yeah, very interesting. Like, yeah. But the score's going to be by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Love to see that. Um, it sounds A winning like combination. Filming. Yeah, well, Oscar winning combination, yes. Yeah. Oh, but the, the actual screenplay for this was written by Jack Fincher, which is David Fincher's dad. Um <laughs> As written before he died in 2003. Wow. Christ, so it's obviously wow. been cards for a while. This is fascinating. Um, yeah. So filming began in November 2019 and it was all wrapped up by February, so just in time before bloody... Oh, they did well. So fingers crossed, lads, we're going to... If they're in post-production, yeah, that, now, we, should have, we should have it for... That's that Tom Burke guy. Yeah. yeah it does look a lot like him. Eric well, Roth also, is also a producer, apparently, on this. That's very interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward yeah. to that then. Yeah. And so it's got it down as um, October 2020. Yeah. I don't, you know what Fincher's like, though? I don't know. Because he's such a perfectionist. And I know he does take after take after take. I hope that he's got everything he needs. That he doesn't need to do any, um, what do you call it? Like post. Reshoots. Re- re- yeah. Reshoots. Mm. Reshoots. I think reshoots are like far more him. common than we perhaps realize because I, I know when you hear of them it's like a new yeah. story yeah reshoots just, happens just all the time league. justice league reshoots <laughs> <laughs> i know was it, it justice league or was it i think it was suicide, suicide squad yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah it does it does happen all the time but i guess it's the reasons that's important yeah 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 but obviously we all love fincher well i do especially yeah oh yeah. god have you seen have you seen this now as well some it's talking of you know how they're releasing that bloody snyder cut of justice league well, now um, I've seen I've seen rumours of like, oh, there's there's going to be a David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad. 
<laughs> it's, like flavor of, it's like flavor of the month to like have the director's cut of all these superhero like because we obviously we know that the studios have a lot of influence but come on i mean how <laughs> it's such a stupid idea anyway that's a money-making idea jack that is not a stupid oh, yeah. idea okay yeah <laughs> um no, that's very interesting. I'm looking forward to that, definitely. Um, yeah, thanks for great, that. Great director, even better rep. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But, um, with it being a Netflix thing as well, it's going to come out in October. It's produ- Netflix is a production company as well, so we've obviously shelled a load of money. Eh? Oh, it's going to be on Netflix, is it? Right. Yeah, it's going to be on Netflix in October. So, obviously, one that we can all do. And nice. Yeah, that is, he's not gonna not gonna get delayed because of COVID. So mm. we'll have to wait mm. and see, won't we? Have to wait and see. Yeah, it's and it sounds a bit of like a, I didn't know, but there was a struggle between Mank and uh, awesome. I hope so. Otherwise, it's gonna be a bit of a boring film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to make this film. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, I, like we were saying before, though, about him. Oh, cool. being, put, put my name on there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Being like director, lead actor, producer, he probably wanted his, his name on it as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah screenplay. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, that should be good, that. I'll, I'll keep my eye out for that. Yeah. yeah. What, what was Finch's most recent film? Uh, Gone Girl, was it? Was um, it as far as far yeah. back as that? It's been a while. Cause he, well, he was, well, no, he was doing World War Z sequel, wasn't he? Oh, Christ, yeah. And I don't know what's happened with that. I'm not I've not seen that. that. I've not seen the first one, have you? No, I haven't. No, I don't. I don't but I don't, I don't think know. it's... Uh, no. <laughs> don't really think it's one to look out for. Well, apparently we only started filming World War Z in June 2019. And that took a few years to get on the, off the table as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Gone Girl was the last apparently. one he did. So yeah, it's Gone Girl. Gone Girl was 2014. What a great so, film. But it takes him ages fun, yeah. to make. It takes him ages to make stuff, and obviously you, you've got to trust him, haven't you? So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm happy to wait. But yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got more interest in seeing Mank than World War Z two. Yeah, World War Double Z. World War Z two. World War Z. Right then, favorite scenes for Citizen Kane. Ooh. Has anyone got one off the top of their head? A lot. To, a lot to choose from. Yeah, to choose from. Yeah, there is. I'm going to um, go for oh. the um, musical um, interview oh, yeah. slash number. Um, oh, yeah. I did, yeah, that made me laugh, um, and I enjoyed that <laughs> very much so. Um, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that one in the newspaper. Okay. Right. I've, I've got mine. Um, yeah. I, I did allude to it earlier when we were talking about that scene, but um, a scene before that, when he first took over the New York Inquirer, Inquirer, yeah, the Inquirer, and um, he's putting all these sensationalist headlines not supported by the text. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, the Thatcher is looking down the barrel and he's giving these facial expressions. I thought it just tickled me. I found it really, really <laughs> funny. It was funny, actually. Yeah. And just like that montage of each one. And the which is the headlines again, more and more ridiculous, but we're also screwing him over more and more because it's his business interests that are being affected. And he I, says I really them all in the it. exact same tone of voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... But but each yeah. one is approached 
like cinematography and the camera is taken differently. So there's one where he's in a, a vessel, he's in a cafe, and you can just see the paper. And then he pops his head around and looks down the barrel. I thought, it was brilliant. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. That yeah, but I mean, that. there's a lot of there's a lot of really small little vignettes and little you can just when someone's going off for a chat and it's a flashback, you've that's a whole scene and that's really well done and mm. all that kind of um, yeah that track throughout. So it's, it's difficult to pick one though. Um, yeah. I'm mm, gonna go back. Just, me. It really made me laugh that bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've, I think I'll go with. Um, it might be a bit of a long one or something, but I guess more the the break, the kind of breaking point between him and his second wife, it's just when they're in their big fucking massive mansion and and she's complaining to him. Uh, it's, it's kind of the the shot I've got in my head is when she's in the foreground and he's in the background in front of like this fucking massive fireplace. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that scene I've liked her a lot and also leading into her actually leaving him and him trashing the, uh, the room I thought yeah. was really effective That's, and really well done. That, that mm. scene by the fireplace is so good because it just, it just emphasised how empty their lives were. Because he, he's talking to her, but he's sat on a chair like 20 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> like, shouting across and he's in this echoey room. And it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Was, yeah, that's a good choice. That scene uh, also, um, just before Jack picked his one, does that include Richie the shot? And probably one of my favourite shots of the whole film, actually, when he's, I don't know if he has a globe in his hand, but he's walked out of the room and obviously there's a big crowd of people have gathered uh, because he's making all this mess, all this racket, and there's that wind, uh, the mirror, and it's like a, a never-ending mirror type thing. Mm, oh yeah, all these different shots, but obviously very deliberately done. But it just sort of shows like the stages of. Yeah, I know yeah, it's the exact yeah. same, but you can just tell that like, each one is like the stages of his life. And I thought that was mm. a lovely, lovely shot. Very true, mm. and yes, it does now include that. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, but no, you, you're right. It's a long, it's quite a long take, isn't it? So yeah, you've chosen, you've just chosen the last, last act, Rich. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. No, it's a, that was a good choice. But I, I think I'm going to go for one with a bit of humour. I want to go for Susan's singing lesson. Yeah, um, that's that's a great one. Yeah. And yeah. he walks in, and he walks in with his super serious look. <laughs> yeah, it was. Very funny, actually. Um, and that and that character, we, we only saw him a couple of times, but he was brilliant. And he was he was good value for a lot of laughs. <laughs> like when he's in the pit did, directing it. Did anyone think, um, I can't remember whether it was at this point or early on, there's one of the, it might be one of the newspaper lads. No, no, it was one of the, uh, it was one of the waiters at um, Susan's place that she set, where she did the interview. Um, he looked like the go compare man. You know yeah, I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had, it was literally the same, like, drawn on, almost drawn on Tash. Yeah. And he had, like, it was the hair, and I thought, Rob, well, you must have copied that because it's. Oh, uh, maybe. No, I did, I did think that as well. And then. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, yeah, I did. I did definitely think that. And, oh, then, yeah, it just reminded, so, yeah. and then it just reminded it like, me of. It, it looked like him. And then it just reminded me of fucking Fantastic Beasts and the character that we called Go Compare in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, good choice there, Jack. Um, and everyone else. 
But that is the end of spoiler talk for Citizen Kane, so you can listen now without fear. And uh, what are we going to give this film out of 10, everyone? Hmm. Bit of a tricky one. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll hit you with mine. Uh, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. Ooh. I did enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Very, very high. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, makes sense. And, and I, too, enjoyed it a lot. Um, not quite as much, but... Yeah, definitely enjoyed it and, and really keen to watch it again at some point. Um, mm. And it will be nice to watch it again and just not have to be so like on it and so like watching out for every little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it a 7.5. Respectable. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I will go with... Um, I think I'll go with a 7 out of 10. Okay. With room for improvement and rewatches and yeah. things. Oh yeah, definitely. What are you? What are you? What are you hitting us with? Yeah, I'm. I'm with Pepster there. I could put it. Put it lovely there. Put it perfectly for me. Seven with obviously room to improve and move up. Um, def- definitely not. Definitely not the best. Best ever for me. Um, okay. But, yeah, but I mean, there are so I, many ways you can categorize what is the best ever. So yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. This is a subjective I, I, matter. It's yeah, yeah, completely yeah. subjective. Yeah, but um, I can understand why for a lot of people it is because it, it it was revolutionary really with, with what it did. And Do you I, think? Sorry. No, I stand by with what I said. I think it's the most, one of the most influential. It's, it's got to mm-hmm. be because of all the references and all the people and act, directors and actors that it would have influenced. Um, yeah, uh, it's just going to require another watch and a read and a stuff like that to, yeah. to get yeah. some more answers and stuff like that for me, anyway. Yeah. Do you, Do you think its status will diminish over time as as as, as sort of new generations, um, you know, come into it with their ideas for for what I they think? Well, I, I I don't think so. In what, it lasted in, in what way? Years, well, well I, I don't know, but I, I, I was looking on Letterboxd at a few reviews and I just saw a lot of people sort of saying that and, and and just sort of saying, oh, how can people say this is the best? You know, when, and I just... Yeah, well, I things, are, things have changed um, and they're different. There's a lot more uh, things to compare it with. Yeah, now, yeah. And that have... That have Yes, gone on and, and used the techniques that, that this film first used. Yeah, so it deserves um, it for that, doesn't it, really? Well, I don't, I, it's, if someone else prefers what someone did in something else, even though that takes uh, inspiration from this film, and they don't like Citizen Kane, then that's, that's, that's the way it is. Um, you know, not everyone has to like what everyone else not. likes. Um and as, as things as things as things get, you know, as time goes on, newer things are going to appeal more to newer generations. And mm. you know, a lot a lot of people a lot of people just won't watch a black and white film. Yeah. Um, so, in the same way that a lot of people won't watch anything with subtitles, in foreign so, language films. Yeah. So I guess the answer is yes. By definition, it'll it'll it has and will diminish in status. But I do think for for, for cinephiles that it, it will still have a, a status. It will still have a following. Yeah, um, I think the yeah. fact that 
we've obviously said it quite a few times now, but the fact that it's 80 years old and it looks like it could have been made within any part of the last sort of 20, 30 years, but it, it, it still holds up as being a great film in that respect. Yeah, definitely. So there's always good... The problem is, the people are... I don't want to generalise, but I bet the people who are writing those reviews are young people who don't really have any other reference points. They're probably like, yeah. what? 1941, I thought that. I'm not watching that. Mm. Um, so I, I think... Yeah, if you haven't got the context behind you. Yeah. Um, I think with the streaming and the... I know we, we did it on iPlayer, but there's, there's going to be like a Blu-ray remastered edition or something that you can you can get. And I think it'll still have okay. an audience in... Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know how you go that far, but it'll still have an audience in for years to come, I think. Yeah. And it's yeah, already, yeah, stood, it's it already stood the test of time, hasn't it, really? I mean, cracky. Yeah, well, we've watched it for the first time, and it's 80 years old. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. so many more people will have never seen it, but we've always wanted to, or whatever, so... Yeah, Yeah. my brother was telling me last night, because um, I said that's what we, what we were reviewing, and he was saying that he he had to watch it for a uni um, assignment or project or something. I mean, he did comedy and script writing, um, and he said mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. you know... And he he sort of agreed with I think he's probably he would probably agree with what we've said. He said yeah, it's, it's a good film. He said I won't go as far as to say it's the best comedy film by any means and what have you or, or best film in general. Um, but he was saying that he had to study it. And then my dad said yeah, no, we had to. He was studying it when he was at school, or he what you know like it was part <laughs> of the curriculum or something or other. Um, so it definitely you know it's it, it's definitely out there and and for various different maybe niches and things people do, do yeah get- but it's definitely you know i can see it and understand it as something to study in that that thing mm-hmm. but, you know different people want different things out of a film and they hear oh this is the best film in the world okay well i'll definitely enjoy it then and that's not necessarily true no um but, you know especially especially when their tastes are used to you know i, I don't know fucking jumanji welcome to the Action. jungle or something <laughs> they watch yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Can I just say before we move on, if any listeners are out there and they want to give us their thoughts about Citizen Kane, because it is obviously so highly thought of, yeah. please do get in touch with us because we'd like to hear them. We'd like some yeah. opinions on this. Cause, Definitely. Um, do, you, do you think it's the best film ever made? Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Because we were also going to... I saw on the message... You Do you think that we are just subhuman scum for saying otherwise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you do have any thoughts on that, we'd love to hear them. Please send us an email to uh, filmnight at yahoo.co.uk and we'll read it out. We'll read out your opinion on that, that inbox and Kane. Is and you're, if you got, we, need to, if you, we need to get through those. If you want to send us some fucking insults, then do so and we'll read those out as well. We'll read out the most heinous things you could possibly say about <laughs> us. Hate <laughs> mail, death threats. Yeah. Um... Well, let's uh, let's move on from that then. Uh, right, so getting into a bit more a bit more of the fun stuff um, in celebration of episode one hundred and fifty, I've put together a, a little quiz. Um, Ooh, we'd love to hear it for us to do. Um, just kind of based on uh, previous episodes and uh, oh, this uh, us in general. <laughs> oh my god! Us in general. <laughs> we need our best books. Um. Yes. Oh, oh fucking hell. Uh, sorry, you don't. I got up. 
I mean, we always ask the best folks, but you are sitting in front of a, a laptop, aren't you? Just yeah, just... <laughs> type it I'm down. Richie, is this? I'm a traditionalist, you know, like yeah, I know. Like the old pen and paper. I know. Richie, is this one that our regular listeners will be able to play along with at home? It'd be well. Some of these it might be a bit difficult. Well, there's a, there's a kind of there's a kind of listening round, and they might be able to play along at home with that. Oh, okay. But we've got we've got can a segment just, we've got a segment afterwards that they can definitely play along with. Okay. Uh, so for the first few questions, we've just got normal questions, and you just uh, write down your answers, and we'll go through we'll go through them after and put down your points. Okay. Okay. Right, some of these are a bit fucking difficult, guys. <laughs> oh, is this, is this like my uh, quiz night questions? <laughs> uh, better than that. <laughs> right, question one. Uh, what episode saw Woody become a full-time member of the Film Night podcast? Oh. Ooh, what number or, or film? I, either is fine, but both is preferred. Hmm. Oh, I thought I knew it, but now I'm thinking of when he first guest starred. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, shit. I'd definitely try and get both if you can. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Um, oh, oh, bit of background. Oh, yeah. Just oh. just a bit of background to this question. Um, long-time listeners will, will know that um, the Film Night podcast was not always a foursome. Uh, did start Strange off... to think about, yeah. Did start mm. off as just uh, just Jack, Joe and me. And uh, Woody joined us, uh, well, I won't say how long after, but... <laughs> yeah, please. yeah, what was the film? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just tell us. But Woody joined us later, so uh, long-time listeners might be able to answer this question as well. It was fairly early on, though, wasn't it? It wasn't it was, too... yeah. Um, bother, if, I was, if I was you listeners, I wouldn't bother listening up until... <laughs> yeah, and anything before that was complete enough to drop, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Question two. No, I'm not. I'm not sure. I started. Okay, so I started off for this question. I was going to ask, how many episodes of the Film Night podcast has Joseph Pepster McClafferty been present? You joke, you know. I was, yeah. I was going to ask that, and then I, I've been through and I have counted up every episode that all of us have been in. So if you want to have a guess at uh, how many the rest of us have been in. Go for right, it. So if you get if you get them right, I'll definitely award you an extra point. Right. So how many we've all been in? Yeah, individually. And I'm not talking about oh, mini okay. mini reviews and stuff like that. I'm just talking main episodes present in the room, no, or, or on the Zoom call. No, you know, As sometimes, sometimes we'd have Joe come in for a short little phone call. That doesn't count. Right. So in, any in episode the, present any, in the episode? Any, yeah. Any episode that we were all in. No, that each individually, each one of us has been in. I've counted up how many episodes I've been in, how many episodes Jack's been in, how many episodes Woody has been in, and how oh many episodes God. Joe has been in. Uh, right, next question, question three, I believe, is what was the first film that we saw at the Filed Film Society? <laughs> oh, Ooh, I think I do know this. <laughs> is that... Could be a bit of a technicality on that one. Mm. God, this might, is... might be a bit of a might be a bit of a trickster question. There. I know what you're getting at. Yeah. Um, oh. This is difficult for Joe because he didn't. He didn't go to any of them. To, yeah. <laughs> you never went to one. I never went to one. Biofilm Society. 
Yeah, I have to say you're at a bit of a disadvantage for this quiz, Joe. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just think. Just try and remember to any of the thumbs that we saw there and just put it. <laughs> okay, we all got an answer. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Question four. How many guests have we had on the show? Ooh. Like you, you're counting just one person once. Yeah. Sorry? Like returning guest or just the one individual? No matter yeah, how the person. Which, how many persons okay. have we had on? Yeah. Does, doesn't matter how many they've been on. Question five. Uh, this is the last one of this round. Uh, the Film Night fans have now been waiting patiently for four years and 109 episodes for Jack's official written review of what film? Oh my oh. god. Yeah. Oh, I forgot oh. about this nightmare. Oh, okay. They've been waiting patiently. <laughs> Updating Letterboxd every day. <laughs> it's not on Letterboxd, it's on the Film Night Podcast uh, website. Oh god, yeah, yeah. So if I remember what I'm kind of talking about. Yeah, this went on for weeks. This, yeah, Ew, yeah. They, can't they remember they the both. can't remember the film though. Christ. <laughs> okay, we got we got our answers. Yeah, yeah. Crikey, Moses. That's <laughs> okay, so do the answers for this round. Question one was: What episode saw Woody become a full time member of the Film Night podcast? Um, go on, then, Woody. Do you want to hit us with what you said first? Yeah. So. I believe the the first guest I was on was um, Sinister <laughs> yeah. Thomas James Broderick, which I believe right, yeah. was episode nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so great! I've gone for episode twenty, and I think the film <laughs> was another very good good film called Solace. Okay. Oh, yeah. Jack. Yeah, that sounds Jack, right. what did you put? Well, I'm definitely. I, I've got Sinister for his first guest appearance. Um, but then, yeah, I've gone, I've, I've gone too, too high with my episode number. I've gone 33, bit of a guess. Um, and I didn't even guess, for, guess a film because I've got no, no clue. But now he said it, yeah, I'm sure that's right. So you didn't guess the film and you guessed episode 33? Yeah. Okay. Joe? Yeah, I guessed the number. Um, I bought 22. But I did put Solace as okay. his first film. Well, I will give a point to Joe and Woody. Yes, Woody did first guest on uh, episode 19, Sinister 2. Um, and he did become a full-time member in the episode in which we reviewed Solace. However, uh, I'm afraid there was an episode in between those two episodes. Oh, which was oh. episode 20, in which we reviewed Legend. Uh, oh, got binned off. So <laughs> oh, yeah, because I, no, I remember that, because I, I had to go and watch it. I went to go and see it, and then I think me and Jack went to uni or something. He said, oh, yeah, I've done Legend, recorded Legend. I was like, well, I did see it. Oh, right. I didn't and then know I remember going on, talking about it on Solace. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that. Um, so, yes, uh, the answer was episode 21, Solace. Uh, so uh, you'll get a point for getting the film right, you two. Um, but, yeah, no one got the number. That, that, was, that was Colin Farrell, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah. And Ho- Hopkins, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that film. Oh, Horrendous, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Horrendous. Oh, yeah. We, we're, we're bringing up a few a few village films in this uh, in this quiz. I was miles out. I knew, I knew that was too high. 33, yeah. Didn't sound right. Yeah, that was, that was way high. 
Right. Uh, right. Okay, so question two was for how many episodes uh, has Pep and by extension the rest of us been present? Uh, Jack, what did you get? What did you, you get want to go Joe? for all of them? Uh, just, go. just go for Joe. Okay, Joe, I put five. <laughs> no, for Pepstra, I've actually gone with uh, 115. Okay. Pepstra, what did you put? I went for like 72. Okay, you've not got a lot of faith in yourself. No. Uh, Woody? I went even lower. I went 63. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, shit, I've got to figure out who's closest. The correct answer is 96. Ooh. That's, so, that's not too bad. No, I was expecting, I, to be honest, I thought 72 was quite a... It's got to be Jack then. Yeah, I was like, 19 off. Yeah, it's got to be 20 odd off. It's you, so, Jack. Jackie, you're, you're closest. So you get the point 96. for that one. Uh, but for the We're rest of them... including this episode, is it? Yes. Uh, but for the rest of them, you've got to be... So 150, yeah, 96. And the rest of you... Uh, the rest of these, you've got to get spot on. So Woody, what did you get for the, for the rest? <laughs> So I had uh, Richie down as one four eight. Mm-hmm. I had Jack down as one thirty, hundred and thirty, and I had myself down as one hundred and ten. <laughs> Jack, what'd you get? Oh, that tells me that's close. Um, <laughs> I put Richie's definitely in the, in the most. I can only remember like the odd one. He's, so I've put one four seven. Um, okay. For myself, I put one hundred and thirty two, and for Woody, I put 124. Okay. Joe, what did you get? So for Richie, I put 148. Mm-hmm. For Jack, I went with 135. And for Henry, I put 125. Oh. Wow, some some pretty close answers there. Me and Pat um, put one off for Woody, yeah. Woody and Joe both get a point uh, because... I have been in 148 episodes of 150. Uh, The episodes that I missed were episode 46, 10 Cloverfield Lane, and and episode 95, Moonlight and Baden Baden. Mm. So. You missed uh, Cloverfield Lane? I did, yeah. But I did did see it and then kind of give my own review of it in a later episode. Did we we record that? Did we record it at mine? Yeah, yeah, I think we did. Was was Joe in that one? Yes. Yeah, I think I, yeah. Um, I remember seeing it. For the rest, though, I have to say, Woody, you got fucking close. Ooh. Jack. Oh. Jack was 131 episodes. Oh. Oh. I put 132. Yeah, I know you did, yeah. Oh, and you, Woody, and you were 111. Oh! <laughs> One off on each. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh my god. That is pretty impressive. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Very impressive. <laughs> I also uh, wrote down that Woody, uh, since you were at a disadvantage, only starting on episode 21, you caught up to Joe on episode 86, Silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are some great little stats. <laughs> Okay, uh, right, next question was, uh, what was the first film that we saw at the Filed Film Society? I'll go to Joe first, because he's got no chance. Uh, suffragette. No, we did not see that we, at the film, we, Filed we Film saw, Society. We saw that together. Yeah, but we I did know, see I, it at the I know, but we island. Saw it. I just yeah. went for any film we saw at the island. But didn't you see that one, Joe? 
I did see that one. Yeah. yeah. So shouldn't you have gone for? Shouldn't you have gone for a film that you didn't see? Yeah, I know, but I I wasn't even going to go and guess, Richie. I wasn't okay. even going to pick okay. a film out of the air. I know I'm okay. not got it right. Yeah. Um, Woody. Joy. Jack. Joy. Correct. I was hoping I'd get. Yeah, and you'd. What say was lobster. it we tried to see? Lobster. Oh, it was lobster. Oh, lobster. That's what I couldn't remember. Yeah. Did it break or something? So we had to. Yeah, they had to we show. We didn't arrive in time. Or something yeah, I don't, like I don't know. Don't know what it was. There was some issue there. Joy was good, actually. It was good. Yeah, it was. Question four: How many guests have we had on the show? Uh, Jack. I put nine. Woody. Yes, I got nine as well. And Joe. Seven. Okay. Well, we might need to uh, <laughs> we might need to go through them because I've got eight as the as the answer. Ooh. So, Ooh. right. Well, I'll I'll rattle them off then. Yes, please. So, first two, me and Broad. Oh, okay. I think I, I see what's I happened. Them again. Oh, you didn't yeah. include Woody. Uh, I did not include, include Woody. Me. That's a good. That's so a good guess. point. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give it you nine. He was a guest. Yeah. I'll include. Guest. Did you include Woody as well, Jack? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I thought you were going to be clever, I and I was, I was going to put eight, and then I thought, well, technically, I think I, I did. I think I, I think I did actually consider it, and then, and then I thought, no, I'll just, I'll just say not including Woody, and then Richie, I forgot um, to say that. <laughs> list off, list off the others so that Pat can see who he didn't get. Uh, Thomas James Broderick got him. Yeah. Ashley Mark Gregson. Yeah. Yeah. Joshua Bryan. Yeah. Uh, Tepe. Yeah. Cleo. Yeah. Hazza McClaffer. Yeah. Dale Alexander. Yeah, right, it's this last one. And Chives. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. how did you not get him? Pause. You've been on twice as well. We need to get him back on. Uh, so, did you forget to include Woody as well, uh, Pepster? I did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, you, you were on the right lines because oh, I had yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that so, so confirm it. Do me and Clark you get a point for that? Yes, you get a point for that. Uh, so that's the, that was the end of those questions, wasn't it? No, there's one more. No, one more. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, one more. Yep, uh, the Film Night fans have now been waiting patiently for four years and 109 episodes for Jack's official written review of what film? Woody. I guess I know it's wrong, but I guess Nerve. Uh, Joe. I know it's wrong, but I went about time. <laughs> uh, Jack, I hope you got it. Yeah, I believe it was Dad's Army. It was indeed oh, yeah. Dad's Army. Oh my Christ! How did I forget Ooh. about that? I don't know. We, we, we went to try and find a Dad's Army. I could, I could remember the chats, but I couldn't remember for the last yeah. what the, the film was. Yeah, mm. we just kept on saying every week. Look forward to Jack's review of Dad's Army. What? what how did it start though? Why were you so keen? Uh, it started. It? it started with you saying, "I'm going to write a review for oh, Dad's yeah. Army on okay, the Film yeah. Life Podcast website." Yeah, I, I, I dug didn't. my own hole, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, okay. What's What scores on the doors after that round, everyone? I got three. Two. I got four. Ooh. Nice. All right, what is wrong the lead? This next round requires a bit of sound. The first one, this next round, is I'm going to uh, play some clips of previous episodes um, of us in conversation, and you just have to tell me what we're talking about. Oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. Like, or what, what film, mostly what film we're talking about. All right, well, let's get started with the, uh, the first one then.
Yeah. Oh god, he was he got so boring so quickly. But yeah, yeah. I, think I, I, I was so annoyed when she took it on the boat because I think, oh for fuck's sake! All oh, right, I thought you were laughing at that uh, when they. <laughs> <came> <laughs> the only bit time I laughed in this film was when he screamed. That was funny. All oh, right, okay. Oh, when he realised where he was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that is what you were laughing at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was laughing at. Okay. Funny, yeah, yeah I, I thought it was okay to start with, but yeah, because he it was kept, like, he just kept on popping up. It was just the same so joke over and over. But again, that's another that's another formula, isn't it? A little side character, a little cute little... Yeah, a little cute little chicken. Oh, my word. Right. That's tricky. I think I might have it. Wow. Okay. Good. Mm, I don't know if I, I have. No idea. Was I oh, in this yes, episode, Richie? Yes, I do have it. I do have it. I don't know, Joe, okay. to be honest. I'm going to struggle with this. Yeah. At the end, we said, oh, a cute little thing. <laughs> Ready for the next one? Yep. I... Ooh. Jai Courtney, Jay Hernandez, Adewali Akunuai Agbaji, Cara Delevingne, <laughs> and Karen Fukuhara. <laughs> oh. Great pronunciation there, Richie. Thank you very much. I think I might have made a slight mistake in somebody's name. <laughs> Which one? Uh, I don't know. Thank yeah. You. I think I've got that one. Um, yeah, so yeah. which film am I reading the cast list out for in that one? Oh, I will say that I did not pick these clips. I had a bit of help with this quiz uh, from... Oh, okay. And she picked She picked all these oh. clips. Okay. Brilliant. I'm a fan then. Yeah. Yeah. Go through the back catalogue. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Ready for the next one? Yeah. I... Okay. As you thought. Bag of <laughs> flipping garbage. <laughs> no. Oh, get over. Oh, come on. What a... I mean, I grant the graphics were all right. Yeah, whatever. Good. Yeah, fantastic. That's half a point. There we go. But, oh, what an absolute piece of... Oh, wow. God. Wow. Oh, I, I, as soon as that, that first bit came from, what have I got really? myself in for here? I'm yeah. surprised. No, I, I, just, I just felt like it drove... It was the, like we said, Rich, Richie said during the thing... It was. It's the worst, worst paced film ever. It was just yeah. all over the shop. It well, it wasn't all over the shop. No, it was paddling along like a flipping. It, it wasn't a, a cantering, was it? It was. PG. Oh god! Oh, that's word. a brilliant one. Oh my word! <laughs> that's the right. I mean, that's the finest. Could, I mean, that could be quite a few films, to be completely honest. Yeah, there's quite a few <laughs> coming to mind. That's difficult. Yeah. A little rant though. Oh, brilliant! There was, yeah. about, there was there was about thirty seconds where nothing was actually said. It was just oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't actually English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get over! <laughs> okay, have we got an answer? Oh, uh, no, actually, but I'm ready for the next one. Sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah, ready for the next I've one. I've guessed. All right, next one. Yeah, and then and then and then she's like she and then she's also taking drugs and then she she comes up with the excuse of oh I've got a very high pressure job so I, and then it's like don't we all so don't don't <laughs> yeah. I work twenty hour days <laughs> yeah. and then she and then she I cannot find someone who doesn't do it chemically enhanced yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah and then she's like she says something like um, so you're putting away people or you're 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 killing innocent people like me. 
And there's no hint of irony in that whatsoever. <laughs> she is an innocent person in the film's eyes, and the president who says not that innocent is wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what the uh, hell? That's ringing a lot of bells. Is it? Um, it's not ringing anything to me. <laughs> Good God. Have there been some that you felt pretty confident about? One of them. The, fir- the yeah. first two. Right, okay. Yeah, you could put this out as a little extra. Yeah, I know it's a nice little podcast, Richie. (laughs) Okay, ready for the next one? Yeah, yeah. Um, Nothing happened. You know, (laughs) like Joe said, with a slow burner, something will happen. (laughs) You know, something will burn. Something something will happen. Some spark will ignite. (laughs) But there's nothing throughout. Nothing. And what what I was witnessing with my own two eyes was just, quite frankly, bizarre. <laughs> some, of the, some of the scenes were so strange. I, disturbing. I be- not, not disturbing. Well, some of it was. Well, yeah, because you're a bit screamish when some put, someone puts a knife in something. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, got that one straight away. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, really? Nice. <laughs> oh, I think I know it. Yeah, I think I know it. Yeah, I thought you might get that one. Not, not, not massively confident, but I think seventy percent sure. Oh, that was a good rant. <laughs> what I was witnessing with my own two eyes, <laughs> quite frankly, bizarre. Are we ready? Think about think about that sentence and think about what we've watched. That'll help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just think about it. Got answers for. Is this the last one? Uh, this next one is the last one. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you would have got immediately erect, Richie, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would. I, I would <laughs> erect. Pussy hell, mate. I'd have exploded all over the place. But, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it, it it would have been a great moment, and that would have actually it would have surprised me for one thing, but it actually would have given me. I don't know, some kind of feeling <laughs> of no, actual if, horror. If it would have done, if it would have done, I'd certainly, it certainly would have made me sit up in the cinema and think, right, okay. Oh. So, um, so what film are we talking about there? And if you can tell me specifically what I'm talking about, then that'd be even better. I'm really struggling on that I one. I kind of remember it, but... Oh, I, thought, yeah, I thought that one would be easier. I right, let's go through them then. So what'd you get for the first one, Woody? I guess Wonder Woman. Okay. Pepster? I said, about time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you didn't think very far ahead with that one, Joe, because that was episode three before Woody was part of the team. (laughs) Uh, Jack? (laughs) Um, I think it was Moana. Okay. Uh, Uh, I can confirm the answer was... pirate thing. It was episode 81, and yes, you're talking about Moana. Yeah, that little character that they kept, yeah. Yeah, it's what he says at the end, uh, sweet little chicken or something. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, you said it, I can remember, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and um, number two, what film is that cast list from, uh, Pepster? The Parasite. <laughs> Jack because of Fukuna <laughs> uh, was it Suicide Squad Woody Suicide Squad it was episode 65 oh. Suicide Squad 
yeah, yeah. Cara Delevingne. What is that? Yeah, and Jai Courtney, I think, Jai is Courtney. mentioned in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, number three, Jack. I left this blank, boys. I could not think of anything. Mm. Woody? I went Blade Runner 2049. Oh, I, thought you might go for, I thought you might go for that one. Joseph? Oh, oh my God, it better not be. <laughs> I went for Sausage Party. <laughs> you thought the graphics were good in Sausage Party. Well, that's the only one film that came to mind. Right. Well, um, no, I thought I thought Woody's head would go to Blade Runner, um, but it wasn't that. Um, it was oh, episode episode sixty four, BFG. Oh, bag of flipping BFG. garbage. Was that another? Oh, right. I don't know. I it was it that. was one that we had chives on for. BFG. Yeah, I don't think was on BFG. Was yeah, yeah. Chad, that, that was the second one he was on. <laughs> you can kind of hear him saying the odd thing in the background of that clip. It was only, it was only a couple of weeks after he was first on. Um, but now that you say it, BFG, bag of flipping garbage, I, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, number four. Woody, what would you get for that one? Solace, I went with. Pepster? Yeah, I went with Solace. Jack. Oh, that's interesting. I also went with Solace. <laughs> oh, well, you're all wrong. Oh. oh. No, it's uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Oh, <sighs> right. Yeah. Episode 118. I was trying to... Which part? Uh, I seem to remember Abby Cornish. I don't know who the woman is. Oh, is it Abby Cornish? Yeah, I was thinking of Abby Cornish. No, but I was thinking of Abby Cornish in Survivalist, and she was a bit of a weird... Please. No, you mean Solace. Uh, solace, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I don't know who the woman is, but I remember the I remember the, the whole president thing aspect of that film. I don't, I don't know that at all. <laughs> mm. I'm not, well, I'm not doing very well in this round. I'll tell you. I'm not. It's not easy. Yet to score. No, it's a tough round. Um, right, next one, Joe. What'd you get for fifth one? Oh, with a rival. Uh, Jack. The survivalist. Woody. Yep, survivalist. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Episode fifty-four, the survivalist. What a memorable episode! <laughs> oh, oh my god! Did you see that one, Joe? Yeah, I think yeah. I was in yeah. The clip. Oh, was he? I can't remember yeah, what the clip yeah. was now. Yeah. Uh, when nothing happened, Jack, Jack brought it around. Boulders of brass. Oh, look at this, lads! This yeah. thing we've got. Yes. Yeah, yes. I've seen a lot of good things about this. Great things about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I remember it now. And amazingly, you still kept the DVD. Really <laughs> yeah. Why didn't burn it? <laughs> okay, and final one for this round, Jack. This was a guess. I put Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Uh, Woody. Yeah, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Another guess. And um, Pepster. I put. A st- I just put Star Wars. Wow. We all wrong again. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it was episode one hundred and twenty-six, and it was Halloween. Mm. Right, okay, then. And the moment I was talking about was um, there was an expectation in that film that uh, that um, Michael Myers was going to walk in and stab a baby to death. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I that, yeah. And he didn't. We all wanted that to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what would have made me erect. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm just thought when um, towards the end of Last Jedi when the. Mm. Something happens. I don't want to ruin it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. What are the scores so far? Two. I got still. three. Two. 
I got in that. Okay. Right. I, I have got. Uh, so, what is it overall? Oh, six. Six. Okay. Ooh. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I have got a final round here. I don't know if you feel like we're getting on a bit in time. And is it quick to? Is it one you? Is it one we can rattle through, or is it? Well, it's it's pretty much the same idea as what we've just done. All right then. Yeah, let's let's do it then. Okay, we'll try and get through them quickly anyway. All right. Okay, first one. Oh, so the idea with this one. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Just to make yeah, it quicker. On. To make it quicker, why don't we do? We play it. We unmute ourselves, and then someone guess and we just guess on. The yeah, that might be better. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. speed it. I'll speed it up. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 definitely better. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's do that. Right. So for this one, basically, what I've done is I've taken. The clips that I usually use for uh, our film. So when I say we're talking about this film, here's a clip. I have taken oh, okay. that, that clip of the film and you just have to tell me what film it's from. Okay. All right, here's the first one. Hey, <clears throat> Bill, thanks for having me back. You're welcome. I want you to know you're looking at a new man. Good. Man that's happy to be here. Excellent. Very easy to work with, man. Okay. And you're going to play the set list. Happy to even though I don't think anyone cares what I play, but yeah. yeah. Well, if by anyone you mean anyone other than me, that would be correct. I care, and I don't want to hear the free jazz. Right. Okay. Although I, I, I thought in this town it worked on a sort of one for you, one for me type system. How about two for you, one for me? How about all for you and none for me? That's perfect, yes. Great. Okay. Okay, mutual decision then. Right, made, made by me. Right, and I sign off on it, so. Whatever, tell yourself what you want to know. Well, welcome back. There's a nice way to say that, Karen. Yeah. I've got it. I've got that one. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, do you want to say it together or? That's true. Have you got it? I haven't, no. Say it. Go on then. Give your guesses out. La La Land. La La Land. <laughs> Absolutely correct. You can both have a point. For oh, that. good job, boys. Okay. Okay. Read the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, friend. Need any help getting her out? She's not really stuck, amigo. She's just a diversion. She's a virgin? I'm a virgin, too. Unless you count cantaloupes. I'm Lil Pete. So is your father like Big Pete? I didn't know my pa. But he was a bank robber like y'all. His name was Frank. Stockborn. How'd you know? Are you a wizard? Yeah. Yes. Okay, who knows the answer? I think I do. Okay. No. I think I do. Okay. Go on, Woody. Say it together. Sausage party. Okay, and Jack, did you have sausage party? No, I had the ridiculous six. Oh, well. Oh. Jack, you are correct. It was oh, the ridiculous nice. six. Episode 34. Good comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay, are we ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Don't move. This is a union thing. Oh, Jesus! Jesus! Jesus. Turn those cameras back on! Turn those cameras back on! Jesus Christ! Whoever's in there, turn those cameras Christ. back I, on right now! I, I, I can't. Turn You're lying! Turn, turn the cameras on! I'm gonna shoot it in the Right, I'm gonna count to okay. three. Right, I swear to God, I'm do pulling this trigger. Patty. One. Patty, what do you want me to do? Turn it on, Patty. Two. What do you want me to do? Turn it on. Yeah, I think I've got that one. Oh no, I've not got it. 
Perhaps the you you go on, go on, Where's that money monster? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Did anyone else have that? <sighs> yeah, money monster. Yeah, yes. of course it was. Absolutely correct. Uh, episode fifty-eight, money monster. So you get your points down there. Next one. Do you know about the Michelamen? It is a book. It is the book, Yana, the Bible. Michelin sends its inspectors to restaurants to eat and award stars. One, two, three. Or none. No one knows who they are. No one. They come, they eat, they go. But they have habits. They have to stick to a routine to give every restaurant the same chance. Michelin men eat in pairs. Sometimes the Michelin man can even be a woman. They always book a table before 7.30. The first of the pair arrives early and has a drink at the bar. His partner arrives half an hour later. One orders the tasting menu, the other one a la carte. Always. They order half a bottle of wine, they ask for tap water, they wear business suits, they're polite. But attention, they may place a fork on the floor under the table to see if you notice. And they wouldn't drop it because that could make a noise and make it too easy. Everything from now on must be perfect. Not good, not excellent, perfect. Okay. Yeah, I think I've got it. I know the f- I know what it is, but I can't remember the name of it. I don't think Woody was in that episode, was he? No. No, I don't think so. I know what the film is, I've not even seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, go on then. Um, me, I think all, it was... Altogether. Bur- was, it, was it Burn? Oh, I thought it was Chef. Oh. Um, I'm not I sure. I the, c- cooking, the, the cooking one. The cooking one. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, I don't yeah. know if I can give it to any of you. Oh, have I got the title wrong? Bastard, what's it called? Yeah. Burned. Ooh, well, it's oh, actually... Burnt. 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 Oh, no, I got it wrong then. Uh, no. Oh, not seen any of them. No. Not seen Chef or... Well, Chef is better than Burnt. Christ, I can't remember. Oh. Do, you remember do you remember Burnt? Remember that scene, burnt? The KFC scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burnt, right. No idea. Okay, where's the next one? 28% of the yep. tomatoes it got. <laughs> wasn't good. Who, who's there? Okay, man, just chill, right? Look, um, I, I, w- I was wasted and, and I, I wandered in, so that, that was my bet, all right? So I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave, okay? Stay right there. Don't you move. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I know what's in there, and I ain't leaving without it. You got me? Now you do as I say, all right? What, do you hear me or what? I said stop. Don't you move. What are you gonna do now, huh? What a film this was. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Joe, you got it? Oh. Okay. What is it? What are you going? Don't breathe. Is that what you were going to say, Joe? Yeah, don't breathe. Don't breathe is correct. Uh, Episode 71. Great film. Oh, and I forgot to say, I forgot to say as well, Burnt was episode 27. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I just thought I'd give you the old stats. Okay. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Yeah. We have to keep looking. We have to pair up and take turns. Okay? Yes. Can't go back out there. You see this? 
It's damn near frostbite in under four minutes. Honey, keep your <laughs> Besides of being sub-zero out there, someone's tearing through your fancy-ass neighborhood, honey, picking everybody off. It's the truth. Honey, listen, why don't we just leave, right? We can all pile in the truck, and we'll just see as far as we can get in. And, and, and the truck's gone. Beth? Torn to pieces. What? <laughs> yeah, and even if she wasn't, the streets are totally screwed. We can't go anywhere. It's too dangerous. You got it? Howard, how much ammo do you have? Couple shells still loaded, maybe a dozen in my pocket. Why? Shells. I think our best bet is to stay put. Board up all the doors and windows. And as soon as the weather breaks, we'll go find her. I told you we should have gone to my brother's. Sure, Howard. Of course, it's on a pig farm. Jesus was born in a barn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we all got that one. I, hope. No, I don't think I've got it. Uh, I, don't think you, I, don't, I don't think you saw it, Joe. Okay, it's not this one then. Oh my god. Well, well, maybe maybe you did. I'm not sure actually. I put the survivor list. I don't think it is not though. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what the other get? Krampus. Krampus. I didn't see it. No. Krampus oh. is oh, correct. Watch it. watch it this Christmas. <laughs> so yeah. 31. Krampus. <laughs> Two shells left. Right. Next one. The only guy who knows it. anything about blowing up real bank vaults is Joe Bang. Joe Bang? That's a legend right there. You know where he is. No, I know where he is. We can't do it without him. This is a surprise. What you say there, Joe Bang? Ain't seen you in a while. How goes it? Well, I'm sitting on this side of the table wearing a onesie. How do you think it's going? Well, you look good. Real good. Fit. I don't think I've got yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you've all got it. Okay. Who wants to give out the answer then? Go and drop. Baby driver? Mm, Jack? Logan Lucky? Woody? Mm-hmm. Logan Lucky. Oh. Logan Lucky it was. Sorry, yeah. Rewatched it again recently. That's good. Still yeah. really. I was like Kevin Spacey in that. Episode 114. Sorry, what did you say, Joe? Sounds no, like Kevin Spacey. Sp sounded like there was Kevin Spacey in that clip. All right. No, there was uh, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, and Daniel Craig in that clip. Oh. Adam Driver for the new Bond. That's what I say. <laughs> mm -hmm. What about that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's so good in every role. I'm sure he'd find. Well, that is, that is true, but <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I'll talk about it more. I think about it anyway. Next right. one. Okay. Yeah. Next one. The Nicholas for the colonial ships, closest any of them or any of us is gonna get to that grand life off world. So come on now. What sort you have in mind? Because I got. All kinds. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not buying. No, no, no. This is just my game, and I play it fair. No, no. I mean, bigger than you. Bigger than you were trying to shut me down. Bigger than you, and they were, they were men at that. That's a tough one. Yeah, I got it. 
Have you? I've got it. Yes. Mm. Okay. Are you the only one? Anyone else got it? Yeah. No, I don't think I've got that. Go on then, Woody. That was Lenny James in the film Blade Runner 2049. Wow, yeah. Absolutely correct. Episode 119. Right, okay. Jack Jack was off in London. No Ryan Gosling in there. No, I know. Okay. Uh, Two more, and that's it. That's your lot. I even want to tell you. What? I got hypnotized last night. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Oh, yo, yo, yeah, yeah, to quit smoking, but it's Rose's mom's a psychiatrist, so... Bruh, I don't care if the bitches are Yana Von Zant, okay? She can't fix my motherfucking life. You ain't getting in my head. I know, she called me off guard, right? But it's cool, because... I'm cured. It worked. Bruh, how you not scared of this, man? Look, they could have made you do all types of stupid shit. They'd have you fucking barking like a dog. Flying around like you're a fucking pigeon. Looking ridiculous, okay? Or... I don't know if you know this. White people love making people sex slaves and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not a kinky sex family, dog. Look, Jeffrey Dahmer was eating the shit out of niggas' heads, okay? But that was after he fucked the heads. Do you think they saw that shit coming? Hell no. <laughs> okay? And thanks for that image right there, man. Hey, man, I ain't making this shit up. I saw on A&D, man. It's real life. Yo, and it's the black people out here, too. It's like all in Mr. Movement. Because <laughs> they probably hypnotized. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You all got that one? I think I did. Jim? I've put something, I don't know if it's right. I've put okay. Uncut Gems. Mm. What did the rest of you get? Get out. Yeah, yeah, I got Get Out. Get Out, yeah. Get Out, absolutely correct. You need to watch it again. Yeah. That was quite a funny clip, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I remember not really liking it that much. I need to give it another go. Episode 97. Alright, last one. Of the uh, whole quiz, so yeah, I think I think I preferred that to us, but you, did, Richie, you preferred us, didn't you? Um, I think us was a more enjoyable film, but mm. I think it was more of a mess like, in terms of how us. how well it was made. I did like it, but I think anyway. Yeah. I liked, yeah, I liked us. I liked us. I liked the I liked the way you used the music in it, and that, it was just a more it was a more fun film, I think. Yeah, but in terms of what he's trying to say, it's a fucking mess. <laughs> uh, right. So last one. Uh, so get your thinking caps on. All you gotta do is get out this car and have a rational conversation with Bob, and he'll understand. Robert, I would like to go home now, please. Buddy, you and me both. Uh, but until we clear our names, there's no going home. I'm sorry, can you clarify that last sentence for me? Yeah, well, now that you're in... Let me stop you right there. I'm not in. (laughs) I never said that I was in. In fact, I I expressly remember saying that I was out. I know, but they think you're in. I am... I'm freaking out! I'm out! What's that to tell? No, I get it. I'm not in! saying they think you're in. I'm not in! I get it. I am not in! Okay, we all got that. Wow. I've got the name of it. I don't think you saw it, Joe. Did I not? I think, Ch- I think Chives was the guest of honor. Uh, maybe you did that now, didn't you? Yeah, he was. Okay. Make sure. Right. Someone say it. Central, Central intelligence. intelligence. No, I didn't. Absolutely correct. Episode 61, Central Intelligence. That clip is actually pretty funny. It's a bit misleading for the rest of the film, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it was a good clip, actually. 
Uh, all right, that's it. So scores on the doors overall. Please. Um, 13. I haven't been keeping track of how many I got right there. Oh. <laughs> okay. I've got no. three overall. Well, the first one was La La Land. Did you get that one right? Yeah. Then it was Ridiculous Six. No. Then Money Monster. Yeah. Then Burnt. I don't think anyone got that right. No. Then Don't Breathe. Yeah. Then Krampus. Yeah. Then Logan Lucky. Yeah. Then Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Then Get Out. Yeah. And then Central Intelligence. You're right. Eight. Eight. Nice. Good going. Oh, you've, won- you've beaten me by one, I think. Fourteen. Nice. Yeah. Buddy wins. Film night quiz. Wasn't even here for the whole fucking thing. Well done. Good effort. And thank you, Richie, for that. Richie that was... for the quiz. Yeah, thank you for the quiz, Richie. That's You're welcome. A bit of work. Yeah, maybe went on a bit longer than it should have done, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, we, how often do we get big milestone episodes like this? Yeah, true. Um, all right, well... Uh, we have got one more little segment that we wanted to do in celebration of this episode uh, brought to us by Woody, uh, which I think was a very good idea. He wants us to do uh, our own version of uh, Desert Island Discs, uh, Desert Island Films, I suppose. Um, so yeah. th- we've come up with three films that uh, we would uh, want with us if we were stranded on a desert island. Um, definitely we want listeners to play along with this one come up with your own let us know yeah let us know yours yeah I hope we've all got ours ready I'm looking forward to a few village answers on this one <laughs> hey yeah okay yeah. who wants to go who wants to, who wants to give one of theirs first who wants to reveal their cards <laughs> go on Richie let's, let's hear a lot oh sorry Pep's to go on then if you, if okay. you want to go yeah go on Pep I go first, and it's quite a recent film. We've reviewed it, um, and we all thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, I know the whole point of this isn't necessarily the best films ever. You know, mm-hmm. you want to be able to watch them over and over again, and I feel, I really do feel that this film I could watch over and over again and not get tired of it. And it mm-hmm. was, in fact, Parasite. Wow. Nice. Like, if you're on a desert island and watching, you want a bit of comedy, and it's obviously dark comedy, um, so so yeah, I went with Parasite. Wow, oh, I did not see you picking a, a, bit. a foreign film to watch over and over again on a desert island. Uh, yeah, I know. That yeah. is a surprise. You can keep your reading skills up, can't you? I could learn <laughs> language as well. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> you know? No, it, it is a good point because it is a really fun film. Mm. Um, and so. you, definitely, you definitely get a lot out of it each time that maybe you didn't get yeah. on previous watches. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah solid pick that. Okay, so that's one. All right, well, I'll 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 go with one then. Um, this one was an easy pick for me. I've already watched it over and over again, um, and it is on my favourites list on Letterboxd. Uh, it's In Bruges. Oh, Golly. great show! Yeah, we all know I absolutely love this film uh, and never get bored of it. Um, yeah, it was quite difficult for me because I feel like my favourites on Letterboxd are already kind of based on things that I'd watch over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I tried to branch out and find some more things that I was just like, yeah, I, I, you know, I'd fucking love that. I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'll watch that 
a million times yeah. and not get bored. Well, off, well off, often your favourites, if it's your favourite, surely it's something that you'd be happy to watch again. Yeah. So the other two are not on that list, but I have, but I have had to include in Bruges in there. Yeah, good choice, that. That is an amazing film. Well, then, who's next? Right, I'll kick off then. Um, I'll go with my more obvious one first, one that I think you'd probably guess would yeah, be in there for is. me. Uh, and I know one person that's going to strongly disagree with me, <laughs> but I don't care. But as Richie's just said, I don't care because it's my choice <laughs> and I'm going to go with Back to the Future. Hey, um, who saw that one come in? Oh, it's just so rewatchable and... and um, also, when you're on a desert island, you want a feel-good film, and it's just so feel-good. And it's um, yeah, there's rape, there's incest. I'm I mean, what now? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just so feel-good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's so entertaining. I mean, every time I watch it, it puts a smile on my face, and I think that's what you'd need if you're on a desert island on your own. Um, just great performances. Um, just amazing film. And yes, it is. It's the only favourite I've got on my letterbox um, favourites. I should probably add to that. Yeah, man. Um, but it's got to be in there because I just know that every time I watch it, it makes me happy. So, yeah, that's my choice. Yeah, not surprised by that one at all, to be honest, Jack. Shocking. <laughs> uh, one then, Woody. You got one for us? Yeah, I, I've got one which has been talked about quite a few times. Um, there's a toss-up between two of them, actually two of the Cornetto trilogy, mm. but I've gone for Hot Fuzz. Because, mm. again, I, I think we're all on the same page here. But yeah. One of them you can watch and you're, you're not going to get tired of. Um, I, I find it hilarious. I think it's a great story. Um, You've got a like, comedy in there as well. Yeah, the, the yeah. humour's brilliant. Yeah. And I feel like that would keep me going if I was stranded on my own for a certain amount of time. So, yeah, Hot Fuzz for me. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Excellent choice. So, can I can I just kind of quickly uh, delve into what set that one aside from maybe Shaun of the Dead? For, for me personally. Yeah. 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 Because if I was on Desert Island, if I, I think the zombie aspect might help <laughs> a bit. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. And I, I just want to try and keep myself sane. I think. <laughs> I think. I think. Um, Hot Fuzz is more of a. A soothing, calming film. Bit wacky, yeah. of the Dead. Yeah, mm. but it was all, it's all set in like a, well, it's not set from, the film quite close to me from around here, down Western Way, so I think it'd be something that um, seems, I don't know, homely, I don't know if that's the right word, but it makes you feel a bit, Yeah. I feel safe watching yeah. it, I feel it's a, it's a safe watch for me, because I've yeah. seen it so where, where was it shot? It's a comfortable what, film. What was that little town that they shot in? Well, it's this city. It's a small city in UK. Wells, it's called. Oh, right. it's where Nicholas Cage. You remember sending out articles where Nicholas Cage went drinks. He got a house there or something. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Wells, yeah. It's the smallest city in the UK. There's a, a fact for you. Nice. Okay. Uh, right then. Second one for you, Pepster. Okay. Well, funnily enough, I am going to say, as well. Hot fuzz. Yes. Yeah. As you you all know, I have watched two of the three. Um, I've also watched Shaun of the Dead, and I've still not watched a world. Is it at the world's end? World's end. Um, And I'm I'm on the same sort of wavelength as as Woody on this. Obviously, you were going to have a comedy. Out of the two that I've watched, I do feel that Hot Fuzz is my favourite. It's just got that feel to it, that comedy to it. Um, 
And yeah, one again that I've watched many, many times. Um, whenever it's on ITV2 and I'm not doing anything, <laughs> I'll stick it on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hot fuzz for me. Yeah, Every week, man. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every Saturday night, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, okay. Well, I did. I have to say, I did consider the the Cornetto trilogy, um, and I, I had I had quite a few films kind of that I was trying to whittle it down to. Yeah, it's hard, um, isn't it? I even had like something like The Dirty is included at one point, um, or Pulp Fiction. But I will say, I will say, if we were doing this on TV shows. Nirvana the band the show would definitely be there as one of mine. <laughs> um, but my second one, oh, you can have it. You can have it in as a TV if you want. I suppose it's. A bit... Oh, I was thinking we were just doing films, but yeah, oh, like, I'll, I'll stick like with what now. I've got now. Uh, so my second one is uh, uh, Village One, super bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know it's. I know it's a second comedy, and maybe it should branch out a bit more, but. Um, it's just another one of those that I've just, I don't know. It's just such a defining one for me. I've watched it since I was uh, a lot younger and I've watched it again and again and again. And I find it absolutely hilarious. I think Jonah Hills and, and Michael Sarah work brilliantly together and fucking McLovin is hilarious. <laughs> and those two and mm. Bill Hader and yeah. Seth Rogen as the cops. Brilliant. Absolutely uh, love it. Great film, great choice. Yeah, that's a great choice, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you've actually mentioned in that little run-up there, Rich, you, I've chosen a Matt Johnson film. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've gone for The Dirties um, as nice. one of my picks because I have rewatched it many times and it's just, it, it, it never sort of goes down in my estimations. I always get a lot out of it. It's just such a well-made film and I think Matt Johnson is so talented um, on screen as well as off screen. Um, I love how it's shot um, with the sort of handheld style, um, the way it builds and it sort of creeps up on you as it builds towards the end. and It's quite tense but there's a lot of comedy in it as well. Um, there's some laughs in there and the soundtrack as well is brilliant. So I'm going to pick The Dirties as my number two choice Good choice. Yeah, very good. I mean, you, you know what question I'm going to ask, though, Jack? Yeah, I know, I know. Listeners are bored of me saying it, but why? Why have you I not know, watched it? Yeah, and, and I can't... Have, is it on channel... What is it, 4 All no, four. No, all all four. four. Completely all free. Four. Yeah, I know, I know. I will do. I will do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, an absolute classic for me. A uh, film that I've... I've watched over and over again. I'm oh, I know what this is. Bit. Do you? Say it for me. Then. <laughs> is it mm. is it American Psycho? No. <laughs> oh, it's lo- guess lock stock lock stock and two smoking barrels. Mm. Oh, yes. Nice. I mean, it's got a bit of everything. It's got a great soundtrack, so I'd be able to listen to some music when I'm on the when I'm on this island. It's humorous, violent, but it's a brilliant story as well. And the script and the um, I'd be able to learn a bit of Cockney rhyming slang. <laughs> I'm saying about a new language, <laughs> basically a new language. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you'd, it's it's something that I, I just love about film. There's just something about it that makes it a personal favourite of mine. Yeah, um, and I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd just want to remember I'll never get tired of watching. So 
I, I, I it was a toss up again with that one because I, I could have had Snatch as well, which I also really like. Mm. But mm. Lockstock for me, it, I just put it just above Snatch because I mean they're both both five star films, but yeah, lock, it's just got a special place in my heart. So I'd have to go with, with Gary Ritchie's Lockstock. That's what it's all about. Nice. All right. Fab. My final one. Um, I don't think I've discussed it on the podcast before. Mm. Um, and it was this choice, I should say, was influenced by looking at Letterboxd um, the other night. And you'll probably go on to speak about it next week, so I won't delve in too much. But Henry put a review of a film, a musical, um, that I have seen quite a few times Blues Brothers um, which is a great film and it's, it's not that film that I'm going to pick but and then it's got me thinking to myself thinking well you want something that's got a bit of music maybe so I went down the musical musical route um, this film is sort of we've watched it as a family a number of times there's actually or well, there was a musical about it on the West End and uh, they made it into a musical and it's called Once I don't know if anybody's heard of it or seen it before never heard of it it's no, worth not. a watch. The soundtrack's great. It's set in Dublin. Um, it is a tr- I think it's a true story. I'm 90% sure it's a true story. The reason why I say that is because the two main performers and the two main actors aren't actors. Um, they are musicians, and they wrote the soundtrack. Okay. And they were going to get other people to perform um, in the lead roles, but then it didn't work out, and they turned to these these two musicians. It's... A cheap budget film, um, $150,000. Um, it made $23.5 at the box office. Wow. Um, and it's won a couple of awards. And it's, yeah, set in Dublin. And the soundtrack's really, really good. When did it come out? 2007. Mm, I've never heard of it either. Yeah. Interesting. And, then, and we're, we're in London once, and it was just on the West End, so we went to see it. And it's great. And, and mm. the, two, the two main performers actually wrote the tracks. And he's the, the main guy was a busker, um, and the woman that he met, um, and they fell in love. But he, she was the, um, she helped him create the soundtrack. So she helped him record it and what have you. Um, and that's yeah, it's a really good film. And I thought, you know what, take that on, listen to some music. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And it's obviously got like a little bit of a, a family connection as well because it is a family film that we've watched a good few times, and Ooh. you know. Oh, nice. So, yeah. And, an and you know what? One. It's it's one of those yeah. films that I've, I haven't watched. I haven't watched in a few years. To be fair, um, I have watched it a number of times, but I've not watched it in a few years. And when I saw Woody's um, letterboxed review of Blues Brothers, I mm. thought to my, I, it started <laughs> getting the the cogs churning. And I thought once that is a film that I don't think I've ever mentioned on this podcast, and it's it's one that is a really good film. We should we should probably review it at some point. But definitely, mm. what you guys definitely watch it. I'd like to hear what you thought. So. Yeah, I will do. Um, yeah, definitely. Nice, I need to watch and, it, and it's a nice short one, I think. I think it's like 90 minutes. It's, <laughs> you know, and it is a musical. Um, so, yeah. Good choice. Yeah, never, never heard of it, but I'll definitely be adding it to the watch list. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, right, well, my final one, <laughs> maybe a bit of a controversial one, uh, certainly for one member of the team. Um, but... Uh, the one I'm going to, the last one I'm going to take from my desert island, is Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King. Oh dear. Okay. Oh dear. I 
absolutely love. I love all the Lord of the Rings films. Um, yeah, we know you do. <laughs> <laughs> do you not like them, Jack? Uh, I don't dislike them, but I've, I, I, I'm not like keen to rewatch them, really. Hmm. Yeah, well, th- I think they are one of those where it's like, yeah, if it's not your thing, then just don't, I guess it's not your thing. So you're going to absolutely hate it, probably. But <laughs> um but no, I absolutely love all the Lord of the Rings films and especially the final one. So yes, you could say it's a shame that I would not be taking all three of them and, and you know, watching them in order, but uh, I'll still take uh, this final one because I've, I've watched it without watching the others before plenty of times. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a long film and I, I still don't get bored of it. I think, I think it's uh, such an epic one that I, uh, I just, uh, yeah, enjoy it every time. So that is another one I'll take with me. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, mine, my final choice is also a slightly, um, perhaps not one that you'd automatically think I'd go for. And I've actually only seen it once. So it's a bit of a risk. That is a um, risk. That is a, however, that's a huge risk. It's a, hu- it's a huge seen risk. It once. Yeah, it's a huge risk. Um, but I'm sure I, I can't imagine watching it again and not loving it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, Joe said he was inspired by some, you know, going on Letterboxd and having a little rummage through there. And I was looking at films that I've given uh, high ratings to, and this was one of them. And it just stood out. And I thought, Do you know what? I'd love to take it. And it is Boyhood um, by wow. Richard Linklater. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, this is also, you mentioned it there in, in yours, Richie. I don't think it's quite as long as Lord of the Rings, but it's like two and it's two long. hours. It's three hours. It's like two, three hours, isn't it? Well, I had a look, it's two hours 45, so basically, yeah. All right. And um, so I think, <laughs> yeah, hey, look, I'm, I know it has to be a good film, but when, when it's long, you, you've got more time to kill. You sat there, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So I think the fact that it's, it's long, it, it's, it's your list. It's your list. And also, there's so much going on. So I'm sure you'd get something out of it every time. Yeah. Um, and it's actually a phenomenal achievement what they did. They filmed it over like 12 years and it's the same actor um, mm-hmm. from when he's like six. Yeah. First act, he's like six. Second act, he's sort of, I don't know, early teens and then he finishes up going to university. And um, it's brilliantly made. Ethan Hawke is actually fantastic in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he is. And I just thought, I know I've, done, I've only seen it once, but I remember absolutely loving it. And I'm sure you'd get more out of that Rewatching it again and again, and obviously it helps that it is so long. Um, oh, and I've also written down it's got some great music in, which um, which also also helps when you're when you're on your own. So yeah, that's my final choice. Oh, well, I didn't see that one coming. No, it's, yeah, it's a bit of a good, op- good option. Go on then, Woody. Well, yeah, this one was not not on my list at the start of the week. And it's because, perhaps it alluded to it there, I, I only watched it a few days ago. Um, oh, oh, wow. It was a bit of, there might be a bit of recency bias in it, but mm. um, it's, I, I absolutely love this film. It's The Blues Brothers. It was, it, it was <laughs> wow. that good. It was that good. I finished it, and I, and I wanted to watch it again from the start, and I, I've never, never really do that with anything. Um, I, ju- I just thought it was... It was absolutely amazing. Um, it had again, it had a bit of everything. Great film. Not only just a, a brilliant story, but 
an amazing soundtrack. Um, some of the cameos are brilliant. We've got James Brown as a pastor, yeah. and, um, Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles, incredible musicians. But just the whole thing, it's just so fun. And I've not seen a film like that in a long time. And you just finish it, and you just you're you're smiling throughout the whole thing because you're just loving it so much. And yeah, but it's easily the best musical ever made, in my opinion. <laughs> um, now I watched fucking watched Mamma Mia again recently, and that's just <laughs> shite compared to that. Again, um, you'd seen that before. Yeah, I've seen that before. All right, Ma- many many moons ago, many moons ago. Um. <laughs> Oh yeah, the Blues Brothers yeah, yeah, it just has everything for me. I, it was that good, and I thought I was actually going to replace it on my favourites on Letterbox. And oh, wow. I don't know what I was going to take. I mean, the reason was I didn't know what to take out, so I left it. But mm. I, I, I just, I love it. I, yeah, I've only saw it the other day, but I don't know. It, like we were saying about music, it's such a good track soundtrack that you're going to have, going to have that box ticked and humour, a bit of action. It's just mm-hmm. brilliant. It's just absolutely brilliant. I can't believe I can't believe Very I've true. never seen it before. I wish I'd have seen it years ago. You know. <laughs> no, yeah, it is a great. If you film. haven't seen it, has anyone not seen it? I've seen it. Yes, I've not seen it. Oh, you should watch it, Jack. Yeah, Jack's it's very on good. Get on it. Oh, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Joe, yeah. Joe actually brought the DVD uh, round in the early stages when we were trying yeah, to decide yeah. films to watch. Um, oh yeah, you did. We, yeah. we nearly we nearly reviewed that one, but we didn't in yeah. the end. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! It's brilliant, boys. I'd... Yeah, do do Letterboxd only allow, is it like four favourites or is it five or something? Four. Four. Right. You've only got one, Jack. Yeah. Well, you can I know, well, I just said I'm going to... Really weird. No, I'm just saying, saying them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm going to add to it, yeah. Good oh. choice. Yeah, some great choices there. Not as many village ones as I was hoping, but uh, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> there, was a, there was a few that obviously very nearly made the cut, like obviously Cornetto Trilogy. I almost put Shaun of the Dead in there. But, yeah, same. Um, well, yeah. three, it's not a lot, and you've, you've got to be brutal. I, 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 I didn't know whether to go with like a, a castaway. I didn't know if that'd be too on, but I'm <laughs> surely you wouldn't want to watch that. Yeah, yeah I had, it might give you hope. Had, it might give you hope to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had uh, Pulp Fiction or uh, Lion King as there as reserves. Um, I was thinking of maybe putting one of those kind of. Disney classic ones in there. Yeah, I was thinking about an animation. Um, yeah, yeah. I see Isle of Dogs might have made it, or Into or the something. Spider-Verse nearly made it. Or Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, I was. I had that on reserve as well. Yeah. I'll tell you what, nearly made the cut for me. Paddington Two. That really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's oh, a it's great so film. good. Oh, God, I've, I've got to watch it, haven't I? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> It's funny, oh, I, did, I didn't... It, it, had I didn't better, it had better be better than the first one. <laughs> it's always oh, ten times better than the first one. Okay. It's, yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't consider System Crasher because it's just too stressful. <laughs> it, I, I thought about it and thought, nah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a great film. It's not one that I would just watch over it's, and over again. No, no, no. Oh, that was a good segment. Cheers for that, Woody. Good, great yeah. idea. Good idea. Very good idea. <laughs> yeah. Great. And idea. Um, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope we get a few... Um, a few responses or yeah, emails. Yeah, interesting to hear some people's thoughts and from uh, from fans. Yeah. I'll uh, do a just... post on on our social media and see what yeah, see what see we get back. See what we can get. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, that was quite a big episode. Um, we did have a few other things that we were going to talk about, but I think it's probably better <laughs> if we leave them until next week. Uh, yeah, I think so. So, 
thanks everyone for tuning in for our 150 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, here's to another 150. Here yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you to my colleagues as well. Uh, very, very good show. Uh, yes. And uh, yeah, if you want to email us at filmnightsatyahoo.co.uk, uh, then please do. You can also follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcatcher that you found us on. Other than that, unless anybody has anything else they'd like to say? Um, Not really. No, not. not All right. Well then, for the 150th time, I would say it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Oh, every time. Right, start again. Jesus. Okay. I still don't want to (laughs) believe. All right, then... uh, for the 151st time, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. The love, the echoes of the